And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix rising from the ass of political bipartisanship, we are back, baby. And this is Salt of the Streets Podcast. This is Thursday, August 2nd, 5.43 p.m., episode 25. Boom. Boom. Welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets Podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on weekly news, pop culture, and sports built from the ground up. For people like you and me, the everyday normal person. Join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Colin. I'm fucking Donovan. And coming up on this week's show, that'll be good for catching audio too. (laughs) Coming up on this week's show, it's kind of a special show because we're watching football. We are going to be... Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of that, and I love uh, but I'm going out of town for a couple weeks pretty soon. So yeah. young Donovan here is gonna be on his own and going out there and having fun. And we're gonna be talking some more about that later, so you can get a the Watch inside scoop. And other than that, we're just gonna be uh, waxing philosophical on uh, a couple of the big questions. I think there's a couple news stories we might hit a little bit, but as you can imagine, with uh, me leaving town tomorrow actually well saturday um i haven't had a whole lot of leaving time for this show prep. tomorrow and leaving the state on saturday this is true technically because i got yeah because just so that you're right flights early <laughs> enough i'm getting a hotel on friday i'm not trying to get up at two in the morning <laughs> to try to go to the airport so anyways uh before we get into all of that uh, let me go back to my... <laughs> I need my script. But of course, before we dive into the heavy stuff, just a reminder, take a second to rate the show on whatever platform you're on right now, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. If you like what we're doing and want to help us out, all you have to do is jump down, give us a rating a rating and a review, and it would greatly help out the show, and we'd love you forever. Follow us on Instagram, at Salt of the Streets. Give us a like on Facebook, at Salts of the Streets, and follow us on Twitter. I am at Big Bird Offie. I am at Salt of the Street, singular. And of course, if you want to get into the pre-show, which we're not actually doing this week, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, but anyways, uh, last week we dropped the full video. Uh, you can go check that out on our YouTube channel, Salt of the good. Streets. It was good. And if you, yeah, if that's something that you guys want to hear more of just uh leave us some more comments in the youtube page under the uh, <clears throat> under the video and liked, we'll uh keep rolling i liked last week i was i was i was sad when i when i got to your house and, you were and felt much better when i left that was so funny I, too. i told you that and told my wife that and i i feel much better now after having recorded that's how i know this is a good thing for me right is because i i told her i said i feel physically shitty when i'm done but emotionally i feel better like every time we've recorded like i always feel mentally better but i always feel physically shitty just because i'm like fucking hungry and tired and it like just takes (laughs) so much it does be have energy and like do shit you know Mm -hmm. try and make sense when you're getting high the whole time and like (laughs) starting to like you know get drunk a little bit you're like all right just a little yeah but that's real though it is. That's I what's nice about think that's the this perk. stuff. And it's it's kind of like a uh, it's almost like a weekly therapy session in a way. You know, it's, it's like it's all the conversations I want to have with people throughout the week that I don't get to have because they don't do as much work trying to get like <clears throat> informed necessarily yeah. as we do. Yes. And uh so you just can't have some of the conversations that we do that I want to, like every day. 
No, and it gets it gets frustrating. I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, at least for me, I don't want to speak for you. Um, oh, I will it, second that. It gets very frustrating to to have conversations with people and for people to like disregard what you've said or like not really take it seriously or just not give a shit. You know. Yeah. Um, like I don't like having conversation with somebody where, like, maybe like I give them advice or something like that or like tell them i don't know whatever you know i learned this thing about nutrition that that solves the problem that you are currently telling me about like no man that's terrible for you either that or they just don't do it you know like they're like oh that's like a really great idea like i should start doing that like that will benefit don i started eating food and what do you want from me well not you and then (laughs) and then they just won't do it you know like that makes me not want to talk to people it makes me not want to tell them things like that because why would i waste my own breath like why would i waste my time telling you something that i we we mutually agreed is beneficial to you, mm-hmm. but you're not going to use that. Like, why am I even going to waste my time? You know? Yeah. For me, it's always more of the kind of blatant just spouting off of total misinformation yes. and just not willing to hear anyone else's side of the argument. So, like, maybe there's a chance I could change your mind and, like, actually explain to you what's really going on. Right. But you're not ever going to let me do that, are you? Okay, well, I well, guess, I guess we just won't talk about that kind of stuff. That's like we have the one coworker when you worked there. I don't know if you remember this conversation. He, he doesn't still think this now, but mm-hmm. um, like it, it was, you know, maybe like six months into the presidency or something like that. And um, oh, tempers were running high too. Yeah, um, that's maybe six months. And this particular person was telling us like, like there isn't even any proof. It was after we had listened. To oh. the social media people testify, and they all were like, "Oh, absolutely! Like, like yeah. it happened, and we all know about it." Um, the intelligence community, yes, yeah, yeah, the social media and the intelligence communities. Yep. Um, and yeah, we had that one coworker that was like, "There isn't even any proof that they did that," and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" There's like, still people like I run into I, today, and I had to tell this person, like, I literally, literally listened to the director of the FBI say it. Like, I, I heard him say that with my own ears. Like, lawyers from the CIA and the FBI, I heard them say that under oath in front of Congress. And You're why? Really, like, what reason do they have to lie about that? For what? To start a war with Russia? I mean, the defense budget is already, <laughs> what, like half of the amount of money or whatever? The, it's it's a, yeah. an absurd amount of money that it's we like spent. 40, you know? I, uh, I don't know. You I'm know, not going to throw numbers. No, I'll fact check that, you know, next week. Whatever the, the percentage of the defense budget is. But, yeah, I mean, I don't... It's not like they need to make up a new war with one of the great powers in America yeah. to be able to spend more money, you know. And they don't. The FBI, the CIA, all those companies—they have a blank check as it is. Tell us what you Pretty need, much. and this is what we, you will get. Yeah. You know, you know, regardless <laughs> of their budget, if they're like, "Listen, we need another million dollars for national security for this program," they'll fucking find it in the budget. Well, they'll just—they'll just it give up. it. They'll to just you. make it up because all well, I talked about this last week. All fucking money is fake now. $21 trillion in debt, baby. Just, it's not real, you know? <laughs> Apple became today the world's first trillion dollar company. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't... All of that is fucking fake. Like, you know? The fact where's, that you're... Where's the cash? Show me the cash! You know what I'm saying? doesn't exist. Like, I don't, I don't give, give a shit. Give me the cash! I don't give a shit that your company is valued at a trillion dollars. Yeah, that's that weird world in which, you know, the, the Wall Street executives live in hedge funds and yeah you know net worth what is what is the net worth of apple 
a trillion dollars. Apparently. Apparently, it's a trillion dollar company. Yeah. The, the world's first, like, in, in history. I saw that from, like, four different news companies today. Apple became the first trillion dollar company. How much would it be worth back in 1945? Can we do oh, reverse inflation on that? Like what that conversion would be? Yeah. Damn. Like what's a trillion dollar company look like during World War II? That's got, it's got to be a couple million dollars, you know? You think? It's got to be. Because, um, I mean, there's no way that it's not a million dollars. A trillion dollars, it's, it's more than a million. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it's even a... Because a trillion... Like we just blow that off, like it's a trillion. A, a trillion is billions. a, it's a huge number. Yeah. It's a, stupid big. It's a thousand billions. A thousand right. billions. That's a which and Whoa. just just to be extra clear, a billion is a thousand millions. Like you think a fucking million is a lot. A trillion is three times a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, oh. that's that's why I'm like it does that doesn't matter to me. You, yeah. you can't even barely quantify a trillion dollars. Like, it you know the only thing that works off trillion dollars is governments and now Apple. Like, yeah, so it does. I that's just insane. It, it doesn't matter. Like well, it's good for Apple. Though. I disregard it as as unreal. Like I'm just like who fucking yeah. cares? Like, hey, you know they make a halfway decent phone. Like it's the, got problems. The I'm apples, not gonna lie. the the iPhones that I've gotten have gotten progressively worse. Really? It, yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm new to the Apple <clears throat> world that I think that way. I'm, I got my first iPhone one, uh, while I was working at this company. Me too. Yeah. So, because of the watch. Uh, oh, no. Why I, I got it. Because I, I oh, needed an upgrade. Oh, right. And somebody had told me that that might the be watch. a possibility at some point. Yeah. And so I was like, well. And then you got one for Christmas. I better present. get an Apple I, Apple Watch? Is it just an Apple Watch? It's an iWatch, I think. iWatch. Look at him, RG3. He's like, open your fucking eyes, dog. You're open, and I threw it at the back of your head, and you kicked off to the left. <laughs> so this We're is watching the, the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game. Um, okay. Yeah, which is the very first preseason game. It's Baltimore and Chicago. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Baltimore. It's been terrible. I've not been impressed. Which it's all rookies, you know, so I don't have like yeah. super high standards. But I think I've seen three picks already. It's all rookies and free agents, pretty much. People better who, people who don't have a guaranteed job on the fifty-three. Better in skill level than a college game, or worse? Is it still better than college? This is worse than the best college game I've seen. Like, uh, like this isn't as good as like the national championship game. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, like it's not as good. Or even like when I like. UW and Alabama, you know, like that game is better than this game. Yeah. That's partially because these kids, a lot of these kids are scared, you know, they're like not, not scared of playing football, but they've, even if they've been on TV before, they've never played in an NFL stadium, you know, and they're not, they're not fighting for a job right now because they had their spot on the team. Probably, you know, if they're, if they're good enough to get drafted, more than likely they had their spot on the team and they weren't fighting too hard for it, you know? Yeah. So I, I, a lot of this is nerves, I think, because for all Could those be. different reasons. That. Yeah, nerves combined with the <clears throat> the desire to perform good, so yeah. that you look good, so you can you know stay on the team. Well, and and not all of these are rookies. Like I said, some of them are free agents too. So like RG three, you know, it's I, yeah. this is like his sixth season. Like not all of these guys are rookies. They're just people who don't have jobs right now, you mm-hmm. know, or have a job like, temporarily. Yeah, right. They're on this team, but they're not signed yet. Yeah. You know. So they're still, 
could be free agents or are one game away from getting cut, you know, because come Wednesday, they're some 20 of these dudes are going to be cut off this team. So, so when's the next game? Um, the next game is Sunday. There's a whole round of games on Sunday. Okay. Because uh, this is week one of preseason. So okay. preseason football is officially here. So um, Thursdays, Sundays, and Mondays. I'm just happy to have football back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm down with preseason. That's fine. It's just more, it's football again. Which I is realized nice. um, maybe just earlier this week that I'm going to be watching most of the Oregon games while we're recording because college football is on Saturdays and That's, we record on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, Oregon plays a lot of later games just because they're like more of a primetime team, you know, even if they're not. Last year they were fucking dog shit, but they still played in primetime because that's, yeah. that's just who they are. But um, Well, hey, we can always just get up early and do the show. Yeah. Ain't no oh, problem I don't, there. I don't mind watching the game when I'm recording. Word. I turn them off half the time the last couple of years because they're doing so fucking bad. But, you know, <laughs> I can't. I can't watch them get thrashed. Like when they played the Huskies last year, right? it was like 50-something to fucking seven. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. I watched half the game. I was like, I can't. I can't watch this. You can't do it. No. I love Oregon to ride or fucking die, you know, but I just, I just don't like to watch. I don't like to watch anybody get smashed out like that. It's yeah. not a good look. It just is sad. <laughs> That's why it's hard to watch the, uh, used to be hard to watch the Seahawks. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to watch a team you love just get beat up on. Man, you guys can't even compete today. You're just out there getting your ass handed to you. When I was in high school, we played a football game and squim once. No. It had to be snow homeless because it was like two hours from here. Um, okay. And so squim could have taken us two hours on a school bus. Um, yeah. But, Especially if you mix in a little traffic. Yeah. Um, so it took us, you know, like so we traveled like almost two hours and went there and got smashed out like 70 something to like 14. Like it was Dude. like one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then afterwards had to drive another two hours back to the school. And so we got back at one o'clock, you know, Ooh. after getting just fucking destroyed. Like they're, they, I think they had two different kick return touchdowns. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it, they wasn't even all just offense. Like it was special teams and deep. Oh, it was fucking bad, dude. Oof. Yeah. That's a, that's gotta be a rough bus ride home. Middle of the night just got destroyed. I just found weed under my couch. Oh God. Looking for my I joint, I found a bud of weed. Oh, I'm. This is a terrible house I live in. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> I can't even do that. I can't believe that just happened. Oh my god, that is so funny. And you dropped, you dropped a joint underneath the couch too. I did. Well, hey, you know what are you gonna do? <laughs> Find weed, apparently. <laughs> Ooh, whoops. Hey, if the. Uh, What's that old saying? If the table's rocking, don't come and knock it. <laughs> it's definitely not that. If the if the something's rocking, if the I don't know if the van is rocking, don't come van. and knock There it is. People, the van, people fucking in their vans yeah. all the time, Scooby Doo style. Can't wait. Because you got to know they were doing that in Scooby Doo. Come on now. Oh yeah, having Dude. weird gangbangs and shit inside <laughs> of the mystery machine. It's not that weird, man. It's called the mystery <laughs> machine for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what goes on in the mystery machine? I seriously can't believe I just found a nug under my couch. That's fucked up. And where did you find that joint, Don? Um, th- I dropped this. Oh, okay. oh, oh! I found this in like a in, box or in something, my right? bag in a box that I put my headphones in. Um, 
Dude, it's just coming up spades yeah. today. Well, and, I, and once I found it, I remember vividly putting it in there and being like, oh, I'll smoke that with Jordan when I get home. And then it's that's my phone. I set it on the table and asked him. I know. Now I'm like looking for my phone. I forgot oh. I want to take some pictures and I don't know where my phone is. Oh. Hey, that's healthy. That's a healthy way to do a podcast. No phone. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's probably I'm probably sitting on it and don't know it. Something like that. I ain't worried about it. I'll take pictures now oh, that you've never said mind. something. It's right here. There hey, you go. Hey, how are you? Yeah. So I vividly remember, excuse me, putting in there and being like, oh, word, I'll share that when I get home. And then obviously got home and forgot about it for whatever reason. Um, but then I found found it today. <laughs> the joint. Let's put this joint in there. Swink. Boom, boom. Instagram. Yep. So I found, yeah, found this joint in there when I was pulling on my headphones. And I was Very like, nice. oh, word. Surprise weed is always fun. I'm it's like finding a $20 bill in the couch or something. This whole show is free now because I have this nug that I'm going to smoke later. <laughs> I have this joint I'm going to smoke right now. I don't. The only thing I paid for is this beer, and that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So, Don, I was me. thinking about it. Since we uh, didn't do the pre-show, Yes. I don't know how your week went. Oh, <clears throat> let's see. It's Thursday. Um this week was pretty good. It was much better than last week. I was, you know, last week was fucked. Um, I had, like, the funeral and then buried the cat, and the cat got attacked last week, and the whole the whole fucking jam. Yeah. Um, but this week was good. On, like, Sunday, uh, we went over to uh, Aaron and Michael's house, my, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law's house, and had, like, a nice little barbecue over there with uh, Jordan's parents, and kicked it with the baby, and had some delicious beers. Um, and then this week has been pretty chill. Jordan's dad came over yesterday for a little. I made those kebabs yesterday. Totally forgot to take pictures of it. Was really upset afterwards. Oh. Because you barbecued the day before. And I was oh, like, yeah. Lord, I'm going to barbecue this day. And I'm going to take pictures of it. And I totally forgot. And I was looking good. I made good, <laughs> made good shit yesterday. I was wearing a nice fucking tank top out there. It was a whole deal. I noted your mm. shirt. Of course, the podcast people can't hear it, but for the video, uh, K-U-O-W. Yeah, my mom nice got, shirt. got this shirt for me. Um, she donated to them in my name Aww. and then gave me this shirt for my birthday. Your and mom is I, amazing. I was like, Mom, that is fucking rad. So I got this shirt and then... So we had this whole conversation one day about obscure t-shirts. Like, I like... Just obscure t-shirts from just random mm -hmm. places and like stuff. Like the cat yeah. head. Yes. Right? Like the cat head. That's a Tyler <laughs> the Creator shirt. That's a golf wing shirt. But I like that one a lot. Um, and so she also subscribed me to this club for like seven or eight months. That was a group of people that travel the country and go to different bars and take their logo and make a t-shirt out of it for that month. And oh. then don't sell it anymore. That's dope. So I got a, like six or seven t-shirts that are just from different bars around the country that, that you, nobody's heard that of. That you can't buy anymore. Yeah, that you can't buy anymore because they only sell them for like that month. That's super cool. It's fucking super rad. And so I've got a shirt from like a bar called the Red Barn Pub in Pennsylvania Ooh. and a pub called like Ozzy's, I think. Um, and I've got a bunch of different ones and they're all different colors. Like one of them's like a nice blue color. I got a cream color shirt. Like a nice dark gray. I got a black one. All different colors. They're nice. super red. Yeah, it was that was a really dope gift. I, I think uh, maybe we can do that one day. Yes. That'd be so cool. Well, I, I bought some different color t-shirts for myself when I bought that box of t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> just 
so I could, I don't know. Um, yeah, throw some stuff on some rando stuff. I also, they were, they're like really cheap. So yeah. I was like, well, I should probably just buy a couple of plain t-shirts for myself and vary up the colors I have and everything's cool. But I'm also colorblind. So I <laughs> yeah. ordered colors that are not very good colors. Like one of them is like a like the color red of that PlayStation controller. And then are you I'm, sure that's red? Uh, I'm just fucking with I'm it. pretty that's totally sure. fine. Yeah, no, that that's one's terrible. That Why one's bright that enough one that I could tell, but it also looked different in the magazine. Um, so I didn't think it was going to be as bright. And then the other one is like Mariner's teal. They have like that green blue color. Oh, it's like sea foam. Yeah. I love that it, color. Yeah. And they looked way different when I ordered them in the catalog. And then I got them and I was like, I shouldn't do this by myself. <laughs> I shouldn't order these t-shirts by myself. Like it's, there's something about the color that doesn't transfer right to my face when, when I'm looking at it printed in a magazine. So, I can't. Yeah. Oh, that is... That's unfortunate. It is. So I'm not going to order I'm glad any. they're cheap. <laughs> yeah, they're they But I'm cheap. sorry, that's hilarious. It was. Jordan also laughed really hard. And oh. that's, she said that. She's like, so maybe don't order any t-shirts by yourself anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought the same thing. <laughs> that's... When I pulled them out of the box, I thought the exact same thing. Like so, this isn't quite what I thought it was. Do you have like safe colors that you know, like you could? You're relatively going to be. You're going to be right it's, nine times out of ten. Uh, yeah, it's really just like deeper reds and purples. You know, like that red. Mm-hmm. I can. Uh, that's red. Like I don't, there's no confusion. Like of that because it's real. Controller. It's yeah, that's bright. It's red. bright enough red that there's no like. The problem is when it gets dark or light, you're mixing in other colors, mm-hmm. right? And so that's like, I guess I have a problem more with like greens or blues or something. I, I don't yeah. know. It, because once you start to mix other stuff into the red, that's when it looks starts to look brown. That's when they like look the same. So you I, got I don't some, know. Some bum cones? Yep. One of, yeah. yeah. Have, have you ever seen the movie 50-50? Yeah, um, that movie is great. I love that movie. Jordan Jordan likes it and doesn't like it. That that was a Russell Wilson move, right that there. That was that reach um, to yeah. get the first down. Did I love get when it? he does that. Um, <clears throat> RG three is trying hard out here. Hell yeah! Um, but there's a part in that movie where Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are sitting on the couch. Well, there's a lot of parts of the movie where they're yeah. sitting on the couch together. <laughs> but one time, in in uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's ex girlfriend is there, and she says something about like. Like, Adam, I I didn't know that you, like, got your medical marijuana prescription. And Seth Rogen is like, actually, I got my medical marijuana card because he was too scared. (laughs) She's like, what do you have your green card for? And he's like, "Um, I have, I have, fuck, what do you say? I have night blindness <laughs> and weed fixes it <laughs> my cones and rods are yep. askew <laughs> oh oh um, that's a good movie man smash that guy that's one of those movies that's really really good yeah but it's i mean it's a it could be a tough movie to watch Sad. like at the end there yeah no spoilers but like watch there's you know what part i'm talking about too yeah or what kind of play we watch in here smash jam grab around without well, a horse collar oh no that i'm that's trying not to a horse i'm collar. trying to see this guy get smacked this guy and watch him. Wow. oh fucking got him dude got him dog that's yeah. got that's a cam chancellor move right got there him. brick like, wall it was almost almost a block oh. in the back yeah, almost. It was like back. right in the back yeah. of the shoulder, almost. But obviously clean. <sighs> clean enough for the first preseason game. Anyways. For the first preseason game, they're like, like, like whatever. will be all right. No, you guys are fine. We're, yeah. We just, we're fresh off 
you know, whatever. You guys get out there, have fun. We're not ready to go back to work yet. Loosen yourselves up. Everything will be all right. <laughs> Don't worry about that mild CTE you got going on. Yeah. That's... A black punter. That's pretty rare. A black punter? Yeah. Why black is that kickers rare? and punters, oh, it's just Well, I guess it is kind of rare. Just statistically. Yeah. You Way know, more commonly white. I uh, I listened to a uh, a morning sh- a radio morning show in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> On yeah. Hi, welcome to mornings. Did I tell you it was in the morning? Oh, a radio yes. morning radio show. Uh, but it's on uh, KISW, the the rock station, ninety nine point nine out here. Danny Bonaducci? No. Oh no. He's also on that. I like. Oh no, that's a. Uh, he's on KZOK. KZOK. Yeah. yeah. But actually, no. And I'm not even talking about the morning show. The morning show is BJ Shea in the morning, or BJ and Miggs. Uh, but no, the men's room, which is the afternoon oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Miles and Thrill. Uh, Miles used to be a punter. And I think he, I don't know if he, I think he got hurt in college and then ended up like he was supposed to go to the pro and like didn't. But whenever uh, football comes up and there's a, there's a, any kind of a punter news or something happens to a punter, he gets all excited about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, he's like this wiry little white guy. So I guess I don't know. That's my only. That's the only other ex punter I know. But he's a, he's a uh, really tall, thin white guy. There is um, a punter named Marquette King that played for the Raiders, and now I think he plays for the Broncos. Um, but he's just very boisterous, and um, he's not like a dick, but he just has a lot of like attitude and like shit going on around him. And when when John Gruden got back. Because uh, he's the new coach of the Raiders. He's taken a 10-year break from coaching. And Whoa. just came back. Um, and I think that he had some type of beef with with Marquette King and, like, his attitude. Because he's pretty he's pretty low-key, John Gruden. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but he also, like, Khalil Mack um, is a... I think he's a, a D-end. Yeah. Um, for the Raiders... And he's like holding out for a contract, and he hasn't spoken to John Gruden since John Gruden got there. And so there's a lot of gossip and like rumors that that might be one of the reasons that he's not getting talked to about his contract is because he hasn't even talked to the new head coach. He hasn't like shown enough respect. So John Gruden's like, "Fuck you! Like I don't give a shit. I'll find someone else. Like I don't. If you this is how you want to act, I don't give a fuck." And that's you think that's um, legit? Could I think it's possible? I think it's possible. I think that it's. I, I wouldn't do that. Khalil Mack, I think, was like the sack leader last year uh, for the NFL. So I, I wouldn't do that personally. Yeah. But uh, it also might have been Clayus Campbell. He's a line. He's a D lineman for the Jaguars. But um, That's I, I don't know. Ten year break from coaching. Yeah. I mean, isn't that just a retirement? Um. No. Because I guess. Yeah. I mean, do you only, just like, well, maybe I'll come back later right I now. I guess I'm it's out. only a break because he came back. Um, oh. That's, like, why I would say that. Because he did retire. Like, that was his intent. And then he's been a newscaster, like a sportscaster, oh, calling okay. games and shit for a long time. If you heard his voice, you would know who John Gruden is. You just okay. don't know what his face is because you're only hearing his voice. Yeah. Um, but he's he's good. Um, and then... That's crazy. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like John Madden never went back to coaching once he started... Did he? No. I don't know. That no. just seems... That's, I, I don't know. That seems kind of cool. Because usually the commentary game seems like a end-of-a-career move. 
You, yeah. You're ending one career and shifting into another one. Tony Romo's a commentator now. Tony Romo. He's actually really good. I yeah. really enjoy. He is, because he was just a quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. he's like amazingly good at play calling. So oh, he, I bet. Yeah. He's like, all right, he's like, I'll, I'll, 10 bucks. This is like, they're about to call this play. Nine times out of 10, they're calling that play. Amazingly good play caller. So I love listening to Tony Romo call the game. He's really great. Does he, uh, does he commentate for uh, games of his old team? For Dallas? Um, I was say I wanted I to say Dallas. Know, yeah. I I just knew Dallas, but I wasn't sure, just because I'm not all up on that sports. I'm not data. sure. I don't I don't remember because that would be really for, interesting. Because they're for different channels, you know. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm yeah, sure at not least all... once throughout the season he is, but maybe not yeah. primarily. He's got to hit it. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you something. Um, oh wait. Yeah, this week because I was going to use that as the. Uh, what do you call it? The the pivot point, the oh. the transfer over into talking uh, a little bit of politics today. Yeah. But earlier this week, uh, one of my uh, my work cohort cor- cohorts, there you go, cohorts, um, showed me this little thing on. I think it was like Facebook group post or something like that. But it was this post somebody put up about like why being a millennial sucks, mm. like why you still live with your parents when you're like you know 23 or mm. something like that and it kind of hit on a lot of topics and i tried to track it down but i couldn't find it but i was gonna say that's about the most eventful thing that happened to me all week except for last night with that dog issue but yeah because i know my wife's gonna listen to us i don't want to rehash <laughs> don't it don't want to read don't yeah don't want to make her upset when yeah. we're not here yeah that's unfair yeah but that all got <laughs> solved and i've just been like just working my ass off and at the same time trying to get ready for flying to New York and living yeah. in New York for two weeks, well, planning the whole trip back. and all that. Come on. But uh, my buddy actually hit get me up. up. He's been uh, he's been watching uh, the live streams and stuff. Yes. He lives over in Massachusetts, so I'm going to drive up and go really? hang out with him. Yeah, That's cool. Uh, actually, I think he lives in Rhode Island now. I Shout out Papa Neil. What's up? And uh, What up, dog? But yeah, and uh, the dopest fucking thing happened, dude. Uh, his parents, uh, I knew pretty well just by knowing him as much as I did. Uh, so I've met them a few times. They came to our wedding and stuff. They're like great people. And uh, they are going to be out at the Cape. Uh, yeah, what, the, Cape Cod? Cape Cod, there you go. I was like, I don't even remember the, the legit name of it. Yeah, Cape Cod. And they invited us out. Invited us out, so we're going to go see about going out there and hanging out for a day Boating or two a little bit it's gonna be awesome i imagine cape cod seems like people would boat there yeah i think so but i mean it's just a, it's boats. a cool just i don't know it's a cool summer town yeah and we don't have anything like that out here i think there's only like two thousand people that live in cape cod not in the summer i listened to a, a crime story about it, it might have been dirty john and those people lived in cape cod dirty and john uh, yeah, that one was, was fucking crazy. Um, that dude, like, lied about his whole life and then, like, married this woman and, like, m- murdered her and, like, tried to murder her kids or something. It was crazy. That's insane. Uh, yeah, and they lived in Cape Cod. And that's what they talked about. There was fucking, like, nobody there. Dude, they live everywhere, man. <laughs> we got our own serial killers are up here. Freaking uh, Green River Killer. That's up by where... Uh, Homeboy case balls went to school or something, right? 
Um, or coached or did something? Shado. Shado. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he went to school in Green River. That's fucking crazy to yeah. think about. Um, fuck. What was that guy's name? I know his name. I love serial killers. I, I only know him as the Green River Killer. Yeah. It's something weird. You know what's funny? Is I've... I think it's totally weird that people have that interest. Like, I understand it. Yeah. But I've just never been able to get into it. I've tried to get into it. It makes me uneasy. I don't... Like, it Man. makes me concerned for myself that I'm interested in things like that. Nah. Um, I mean, there's a reason there's a billion podcasts about these these crime stories yeah. and these serial killers and stuff. These outsiders, you know, out of our society, but still live with us. And, like, we don't know... We don't know them. You know, yeah. they, they could be your neighbor or they could be a serial killer. You don't know. The, Some serial killers, like the, uh, who's the guy they just caught? Uh, the Golden Gate something? Yeah, like hell of, like from a fucking long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just been hanging out like a normal person for, for like, uh, how long has it been? Because that was back, what, 70s? I think so, so yeah. He's just been chilling. Just hanging living out. Living life, man. And he used to be a serial killer. What the fuck's up with that? Yeah. But yeah, that was my week. <laughs> no, I fuck with that. Do you know the the guy, Gary Ridgway, is the Green River Killer? Ah, there it um, is. The representative for the 8th District. Okay. His name is... That's like Tacoma area, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And like Olympia, I think. Yeah. He used to be the sheriff in King County and he investigated the Green River Killer Ooh. and at one point he went and visited Jeffrey Dahmer in prison and interviewed Jeffrey Dahmer to get information about the Green River Killer and like a profile and like you know well there's a local boy we're gonna need to uh, track him down he's retiring after this year too oh he's look at that again, so he'll be much easier to get in contact with when he's retired there you go that's our second. That that'll be our second show. The the interview show. Yeah, I watched um, some documentary about him about Gary Ridgway, and I saw that guy because at the time he was still like when he was on the show, he was still the sheriff, and I was like, I've oh. seen that guy somewhere. That's pretty Dave cool. Reichert. That's his name. Is Dave Reichert um, number two. Yeah, and... Riker. Rikert. I know. I'm just yeah. oh. trying to make a stupid uh -oh. Star Trek reference. Uh-oh. I, I don't have that one. <laughs> You're like, nah. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, Dave Rikert. And so I saw him on there, and he was like the sheriff. And I was like, I've seen that dude somewhere before. And I looked him up, and it was like, Dave Rikert is the representative from the 8th District of Washington. And I was like, that's how I fucking know this that's guy. That's insane. And it like changed my whole life. Yeah, it was crazy. I w it was really cool. Instantly made me in favor of him. I was like, I have nothing to do with you. I'm automatically on your side. That's funny. And I like followed him on Twitter, and then it was just a couple months later that he was like, I'm not running again. And was he like, on oh. KUOW this week? Maybe. I feel like I heard something about the 8th District this week. That's how I knew it was like the Tacoma area. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't remember, but I feel like it was the represent. There was something around the representative of the 8th District. I'm going to have to go back and look now. Yep. And then our old homeboy, uh, Derek Kilmer. DK. He was on KUOW this week. Yeah, I listened to that. That's he was, why I, he he was talking about, about uh, high-speed internet. His uh, One of uh, Maria Cantwell's opponents. Yeah. Um, and I think it was Joey Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. 
because I wanted to talk to you about Joey Gibson. I think yeah. that's when I heard it and I realized I was like, oh yeah, I looked at that primary ballot again. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, there he is. And so I looked him up and I was like, who is this guy? He's yeah. and you know what's really sad? Out of all the people that are running against Maria Cantwell, uh, he's probably like the most legit that I found. Which is really Do you strange. Mean in favor of support or or you mean like running like in against terms her. of support? No, 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 no. Not necessarily. We're not going to go there yet. Yeah. We'll get there. Because I just, I don't know what to think about this guy, and I want to talk it through with you. There was, like, very little about what he said that I really got down on. Because a lot of it, to me, ended up being faith-based. Okay. And instantly, I'm not in favor of that. Not because I am not religious, but because I think that your religion, no matter what it is, has absolutely zero place in my government. Zero place. Yes. And so the moment that someone starts talking about, like, God is telling us to do this, and this is the path that God wants to be on, and, like, this is how we live righteously that's through usually, the Lord, yeah, that's I don't want anything I to do with that. Like, yeah. And that's that's not, again, not because I don't believe in God, because I don't care what his personal religious views are. I care that they're interfering with your political views, because, like, that's... When we talked about, like, abortion a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, before, like, it is... Even if it's like offensive to think that, a lot of the argument that I have heard in in favor, like for pro life, right? A lot of it stems from faith thinking because they think that life starts at a certain point because of their faith, and that's why they think that, you know, and that's why it's so broadly painted as a religious thing is because yeah. a lot of times at the very core of it, you know, whether it's not because God this, it's because of a view they have because of their religion. You know, yeah. and that's why it's painted that way, and that's why I don't. And see, that's what I don't understand. It's invalid to me. You why know? does nobody use my argument for being pro-life? Uh, not even my argument for being pro-life, but my argument behind when does life start? Because my argument has always been, if they would classify a single-celled organism on Mars. What the fuck is a baby or an egg, a fertilized egg? Yeah. Once it starts, if they was, uh, what's it called when a cell splits apart and doubles and doubles starts to like multiply or yeah, yeah. there's a word for that, but there what, is. whatever it is. But yeah, once Replicate. that happens, like science, Replicate. if if a scientist found that on Mars, yeah. they would say we found life on Mars. Right. Then I go, okay, well then that's obviously life. Now we're gonna now we're that. gonna talk about whether it's a human life. Right. Well, I mean, obviously it's going to be a human one day, but but still, in As my mind, very high potential to become that. Yeah, almost and that's, certainty. That's been my my view on that. I don't know if I morally can go one way or the other yet. Yeah. That's why I just kind of safe side and, and just put it in the you know the female's hands to whatever you know it's your body your choice type of thing. Yeah. But thank God I've never well, had to deal with that situation. That, to me personally, is like the most legitimate argument that I have heard for pro-life. Because that's, that is based like in, like, that's like a scientific reasoning that you have come to. Like, that's not because of anything else. Like, that's because if, that's, that's funny. Dope. That's because, like, just like you said, if they were to find one, like, living, moving, single-celled organism on another planet, they They'd would say there is life on another planet. Yeah. That is the that's like I said the most legitimate pro life argument I have personally ever heard, and that's you why know? I can't stand it when people take the religious argument. It de it delegitimizes it on like 
for mm-hmm. a lot of people. For me, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's again, it's not because we don't respect that religion. It's because this is a, a political thing that we're talking about, and that yeah. doesn't. This needs to be more, a little bit more objective than that. You know? Yeah, because this, it's a political thing, yes, but it's kind of a morals thing. When you re- that's what makes it so gray is it yeah. everybody's work because it's you know is it a is it a human are you killing a baby or right. is it just some some cells and shit well and that's why there is um oh I don't know I lost it god damn it god damn <laughs> but, it that so hasn't you've never to me in a you've long never time. heard that argument before no about it, classifying whether it's a life or not no I think that I think that you maybe have said that to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, but certainly not from anybody else. Um, now, see, that makes me wonder: Am I brilliant or am I stupid? No, I don't think that that's stupid. I don't. If it was stupid, I would tell you that. And that's that's with the way that I conduct my life and the way I try and reason my shit. I guess that that makes the most sense to me. So if you're stupid, then we're sitting here being stupid together. I hey, mean, man. I'm cool with that. We got a dog and we got this beers and this TV. So. <laughs> oh, I'll smoke it with you, bro. We'll yeah. go to the loony <laughs> bin together. I don't exactly. give a fuck. Although, I will say, I'm way too high to go to the devil's house tonight. <laughs> it's a Grandma's that. Boy reference. That's Come a great on now. movie. I love that movie. Can't I try to I like quote that, that movie as often as possible. I don't know why I haven't tried to do it on the cast before. Jordan's bio on Twitter used to be, you can't yell like that when the lion comes. <laughs> God, if you haven't seen that movie, do yourself a favor and watch it. We legitimately own two copies of it because Jordan, one time we were at uh, FYE and Jordan couldn't remember whether or not we had it. And she's like, I'm not willing to risk it. We purchased a second copy. So we have an uh, unopened copy of Grandma's Boy. I, I will say this. I loved Grandma's Boy before I started smoking weed. Yeah. But if you are somebody that partakes in the herb, definitely smoke before you watch that movie. Because oh, yeah. it is a thousand times That's better. That's what it's made for. That's what it's and it made is so for. Fu- it is so funny, though. Dude, your bed is a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Joey Gibson, I'd, um, another thing that I off the top of my head another thing that i didn't like is he was saying something that i think you may have been more into than me mm-hmm. he was like we can't even count the number of laws that we have in this country yeah you know? that and i'm uh, like that's bro, unreasonable like why should so you like who fucking sits there to count the number of laws we have like that's not the point you know what i'm saying yeah i am i understand that like there's some regulation i don't even like that term because in my eyes most regulation has been put there for some type of reason. Even if it's not a broad circumstance, like something happened that they're like, we have to regulate that because someone took advantage of this loophole once and we just can't be having that, you know, and better us do this. And maybe that's a, like a, an optimistic view, you know, of regulation, but that's how I think Well, no, I think about most stuff, you know. That's how regulation is like, supposed to be. You know, is that it was put there for a reason. Whether or not it's it's used legitimately that way now, I don't know. But it was put there for some type of reason. So to say that it's just some unnecessary regulation, I think, is disingenuous. And that's like what a lot of people say. That's what yeah. Donald Trump said, President Trump, you know, oh, I'm going to cut <laughs> fucking six regulations for every one that we put in place, you know. Well, I mean, just... In his defense now, or in just in the slashing of regulation defense, you have to admit that there are a great number of regulations out there that are kind of the, somebody was stupid at one point, 
and now we have to pass this this law or this regulation Absolutely. because of that. And I think there's a lot of that. And I think there's probably a lot of bad regulation put in place to, prob- you know, targeted targeted regulation around certain industry to keep certain you know industries down or to hamper certain growth of certain sectors. I mean, I just like, just like what as I see, we'll say some of the regulation around ag- agriculture. Yeah, like the fact that you're not allowed to buy in a lot of states anyway some of them they they do but like you can't you can't sell raw milk if you're a farmer in a lot of states because the fda says it's dangerous it has to be pasteurized yeah and it's like okay man i don't i don't really give a shit about that all right i've people have been drinking raw milk for a long ass time yeah and i know that's not necessarily defense because we've been doing a lot of things for a long time that are terrible for us but you know we're I mean, fuck, people still smoke. Well, and I would, I would think, right, um, and this is just, this is just uh, my own personal idea. But, a little sprinkle um, on the top there. Well, in a, in a world where people are being progressively, this is the guy that I was talking about. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. I thought he was going to play tonight. Um, and he probably will after RG3. Um, anyway. Um, Big aggro. I, yeah. I think that... In a world where people are are becoming increasingly sensitive to more foods and more things, and people, their health is just kind of generally declining, Mm -hmm. you know? Stuff like that may be Well, I think the life expectancy of an American actually went down for the first time this year, right? uh, Something like that. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I heard that. But and I just I just mean like the general health of Americans, whether yeah. it, like ob- obesity is crazy fucking high, you know, crazy. All, all kinds of people are super fat. There's people just have all kinds of weird allergies. You know, the amount of people that are like, oh, I have celiac or gluten gluten allergy or whatever, yeah. you know, because they've destroyed like the lining of their gut with all the processed food and sugar that they've consumed mm-hmm. since they were allowed, you know, like. I have fucking IBS right now. I'm 23 years old. That's because I, I grew up on not not because my mom is a terrible parent because nobody knew at the time. Yeah, you everybody know, ate that, that. TV exactly, dinners when they came out. Exactly. Like, good lord. Growing up off of being a picky kid when you only eat so much shit. You know, you eat yeah. a lot of fucking chicken nuggets and stuff like that because that's yep. like what it's you the eat only so. thing you could eat. Exactly. So, you know, I know I certainly think that that is what has led to where i'm at now you know and i think that things like that well i agree it should be more of a personal choice um people are probably gonna get people probably will get sick you know if they and i don't know that's but that's also assuming that people just start drinking raw milk and i don't know that that's the case i don't think that that would happen i've been drinking raw milk before no, no no i mean like like if that regulation went away i don't think that most people would start drinking raw milk. No. Like, I think people would still buy milk from, from a store. You know, yeah, People it, who wanted raw milk would go and get it from, from a farmer, but I well, you can go. You, just to be clear, right. you can do that in our state. I know a place yeah. that I can actually drive to right now. I kind of thought down that. in Port Orchard. I thought that we could. Yeah, it's but... They're pretty chill with animals here in Washington. Yeah, like, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah we're, we're fairly fortunate to be in the kind of the weird hippie liberal place yeah. that we are and it, it certainly has its downsides but there's so much good that comes from that side of you know 
the population, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Since everybody's so fucking divided now, we just think of, you know, well, this is kind of a lefty place to live, and that's kind of a, a, a right-wing place to live. Where we live is a pretty lefty place to live, which has its downsides, but it has a lot of perks, too. Yeah. I mean, fuck, we're sitting here smoking weed right now. Well, like, if you don't live in the city limits, you can just have, like, pretty much whatever. You know, like, it's really... Really not a big deal. Yeah, you know, pretty much. The, you want to have fucking goats and chickens and ducks and stuff on your property. You don't live in a, in a suburb. We don't give a shit. Do what you want. You know, as long as the animals are well taken care of, we don't care. Like, that's, that's the golden thing. Because yeah. I will tell you, because I know firsthand, um, growing up in a, a horse household, we always had horses. Yeah. Like, there's a certain number of animals allowed on, you know, a certain acreage of land. Right, right. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that get away with that. And for the most part, I think the kind of, the regulation is kind of stupid. You don't necessarily need the amount of land that is required by regulation right now. To make them but uh, there are certain people that take advantage of that. And then usually what happens is the neighbors will call the county and complain. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, the health department comes out and yeah. it's like, you got to get all these animals out yeah, of here. Like, these guys have got six animals on yeah. two acres of land and there's some bad shit going on. Yeah. And like so, there is a regulation that it's very loosely enforced, but thankfully, it's kind of only enforced when the you know the people that really deserve yeah. to be punished under it or whatever when they really deserve it. That's usually when they get it. Yeah. Or you just have a really shitty neighbor who's trying to be an asshole, <laughs> which happens a lot. Oh yeah. my god, I had no idea. Maybe I've just been lucky my whole life, but due to the line of work I'm in, you just think about what I do. Right. I deal with uh, the amount of crazy people that you yeah, deal with. Yeah. Like there's like there's so many people that just have bad neighbors. Yeah. It's insane. I can't imagine having to live next to somebody you fucking hated all the time and they fucking hated you. It's horrible. You know, was always willing to like call the cops on you for doing something. Yeah. And then you'd turn around and do it to them. Like, what is wrong with you people, man? Yeah, that's fucked. Just get along. Just everybody just be cool. Just be cool. I don't care about what you do. Don't care about what I do. As long as I'm not like infringing on your property or something. Yeah. Just leave me alone, bro. I'm gonna leave you alone. <laughs> Until you start like launching mortars in your backyard or something. I don't know. That'll right. that's kinda piss me off sometimes. There's gotta be some shit going on for me to intervene. Like we had like we had these people that lived like three houses down from us when I was growing up. I was just in high school. And um, their family just was dysfunctional. Not that mine is not, but theirs was like everybody's this loudly dysfunctional, like mm-hmm. all the time, you know. And um, there, man, there was one time when it was like eleven o'clock at night, and we could hear them screaming from our house, you know. And shit, was, and shit just was was bad. Like it was just it was bad yelling, like worse than we had heard before, you know. Like and, domestic violence type of yelling. Yeah, um, and. That's... And, like, I was friends with, like, one of the kids that lived there, and I knew that he was, like, unstable, and I, so I also knew that his dad was unstable, and his dad was, like, super into guns, and, like, I've been to their house a couple Ooh. times, and he had guns just, like, laying out in his house. Like, they weren't, like, put up, you know, they weren't locked away or anything like he's got. Just hanging out? Just chilling. Like, and, you know, they're more like pistols, like, they're big, like, rifles and shit that he has just, like, hanging out all over his house that I don't... Normally wouldn't care, but they're just like sitting on tables and shit. You know, like they're not like hung up on walls. Like they're not on yeah. display. They're, they're just they're just laying around his house. Like, it's like a video game, and that I think is really negligent. You know, extremely um, negligent. And like armed with all of these facts, um, we called the cops just because I was like, "There's 
this is worse than usual. You know, like yeah. I don't like to in, be involved in other people's shit, but this this it has the potential to be like deadly. You know, and I would hate for that to see or for that to. Man. Yeah, man, that's that sounds like like the next you know double murder homicide, right? Or double murder suicide or something like that. And it's, waiting on to break on the local news. And it's cases like that, you know, in which in which I will. I will not intervene personally because I also don't want to be shot, but um, I'll call <laughs> someone whose job it is to intervene and they, you know, they can get shot because that's their job. Unfortunately. That's their but, job. Um, I'm not going to do that, <coughs> but you know, Ooh, I, try, I don't like people to fuck with me. I try and stand on my own shit. You know, uh-huh. there was also one woman, my mom is really weird, you know? And so she had all kinds of weird stuff in our yard. Like she grew strawberries or something, tomatoes in a toilet. Like she got an old toilet and put it in the garden oh. and like put dirt in it. And, Super classy, and man. It's, I don't know. She saw it somewhere or like had a dream about it or something. My mom's a fucking weirdo. So it's a thing that she <laughs> did. And there was a woman who lived just a like, couple, like a couple houses of, I don't, I grew up with her, you know? So it's, was normal. There was also like two different sinks in the yard that had shit growing no, in No, like them that's and, a totally legit. Yeah people do that yeah it was exactly it was like a whole deal you know and it didn't look shitty like it was done nicely you know like i said the tomatoes were like coming out of the bowl so you could you could walk down the street and just pick one out of the toilet and like (laughs) i just Um, love that it's a toilet yeah because Uh, i don't know i love the idea of going to my toilet to pick up not my toilet you know what i mean yeah but like to pick my tomatoes yeah i don't i don't know what the jam was about i don't remember i'll she'll i'm sure she'll tell me when she hears this but um and there was a woman who came down one day and like told her, told my mom that she felt like she should take that toilet out of the yard because it it's just brought down the class of the neighborhood. You know? I would have been like, so well, my mom went and got another toilet good. and put it in the yard. There you go. In it. There you go, Kathy. Like, yep, that's what you do. It's like you know what, you have every right not to like my toilet. Right. Keep but that shit to yourself. You also have every right. To build a fucking fence so you don't have to look at it. She, like, she couldn't even see our house from her house. Like, she lived up the block. So she saw it when she walked or drove past it. But, like, we didn't live, like, across the street. Like, she didn't stare at it all day. Like, she was an old retired lady, so she walked her dog every day. So she walked past it every day. Yeah. And just fucking couldn't stand it, you know? Well, she's a crotchety old lady. Yeah. Man, yeah, I mean, bad. at least she did it like that and didn't like call like the hoa or something like that yeah the homeowners association like there's i know a couple of people that live in developments that have to deal with uh homeowners associations yeah dude and it's just like a bunch of fucking vindictive neighbors with this little micro police that runs around and like bitches at everybody for not following the rules yeah it's like, dude y'all are neighbors man chill the fuck out when y'all my, have to live next to each other when my uncle passed um he lived in an area with uh, that was HOA and there was a dude like a security guard or whatever that's like driving around in a truck and like my uncle committed suicide right so we're standing outside his house while they're like dealing with everything inside and this guy is like driving by like giving a shit about like Loitering. having so many cards here yeah and like being outside he's like what's going on like what are you guys doing here and I don't I, somebody finally told him like like go the fuck away like they're like you obviously are not able to understand that this is a fucking coroner's vehicle and that there's two sheriffs here and that there's shit going on like oh yeah it just totally kind of, fucking classless and this dude. is the gate guard 
What yes. kind of? All yeah, right, buddy. it's like just some plain clothes security guy that drives around in a truck that has a sticker slapped on it. Like, yeah, totally unofficial. Like, yeah, he's not even a rent a cop. He's just a guy that they yeah. hire. Like, that's yeah. like the worst, man. Those people that just have that little self important. I need, I need to be a the volunteer HOA security <laughs> officer. Yeah, dude, get a life, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Just being all kinds of a dick about it. Dude, uh, fuck out of here. Yeah. But I mean, I will say, if you're one of those types of people that wants to live in an HOA, go to town. Because I don't want to deal with your attitude towards the neighborhood. Well, all your houses will be really nice because people will be up your ass if they're not. But, yeah, you know. But yeah, if you're that materialistic and have to have that, yeah. please go live in an HOA so I don't have to live around you. Right. And that's why I like Keyport, you know, it's like really nice and unregulated and Yeah, it's just a great tiny little neighborhood. Cats everywhere. Like there is probably twenty cats that I don't even think you could call them feral because it's a small enough neighborhood that they all have homes, but they're all always outside. They're just and Yeah, it's just the population um, of outside cats that yep. all just kinda of get along and, and then go home. Ballsy, like I've had to drive around <laughs> a cat one time because it was laying in the street and just didn't fucking care. So, like, yo, I am not moving for you. Yeah, it was fucked up. But, yeah, <laughs> no, they'll, they'll they'll lay there and they'll try and like beat the shit out of the dog. Like, oh, and they would. Like, if if I were to not regulate Penny and just let her mm-hmm. do what she wants, like they would whoop the dog's ass. You know, straight up. Yeah, I mean, partially because she's a big pussy, but also <laughs> because those cats go oh, hard. Pen, pen. Yeah. I will say this. I watched, uh, I was watching some BBC Earth clips on YouTube last night, and we found it was like, I don't know if it's like part of a series or something like that. And they're just showing clips on YouTube, but it was about these giant river otters. And there was this family of these giant river otters, which are like otters the size of Penny. Yeah. Insane. But they freaking tackled and killed a caiman. That came into their territory. Really? Just a pa- the whole family pack just tore this thing apart. It killed two of the babies during the struggle. But they fucked that thing up, man. A freaking dinosaur. This family of otters destroyed it, and it was insane. How do you spell Cayman? Nope. Don't ask me how to spell right now. I can't spell on the air. Cayman. K. No. C. I mean, <laughs> C. Definitely not going to happen now. But Cayman is like an what type alligator. Of animal is it? It's, an, it's like an it's like a crocodile, a smaller C-A-Y. crocodile. C A Y K Min. Oh, ooh, yes, it is. Yeah, damn. That's, okay, ooh, so that thing looks nasty. Yeah, they're nasty, man. They're freaking alligator crocodile things. Yeah, I mean they may be a little smaller, but they can still get huge as fuck. C A Y M A N. That's how you spell Cayman. C A Y M A N. Cayman. Cayman. Thanks. That's what we when we talked about the jaguar. Coming down, killing the crocodile. Yeah, it killed a caiman. Okay, that's what the number two thing is. Also, this is jaguar. <laughs> also, so that's what we watched jaguar. the jaguar kill was a caiman. <laughs> Either way, so a caiman is fucking big because that thing was longer than the jaguar. Oh yeah. So, and like when I, when I say they're smaller than alligators and crocodiles, because those things can get like huge, massive. Yeah, they can be like what twenty plus feet. Oh maybe? yeah. Have yeah. you ever watched fucking? Whatever that show is, where probably Gator Hunters or whatever. Jordan no, loves that show. Never mind, I've never seen that. <laughs> What's the show with? Is it one of those A and E? You know, hunters. bunch of 
southern dudes going out in their little river yes. boat and then shooting these things? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, I've never seen it, but it I know what you're talking a, about. In, I don't think it's on any. I think it's on... It's not on the Animal Planet. Is it Net Geo? No. No. It's on kind of... One of those. Fuck. Is it Discovery? No. No, because it's kind of obscure. Okay. And it's not true TV. It's something a little more legitimate than that. <laughs> it's like... Not that true TV is not legit. Shout out Impractical Jokers BQ. I love you. <laughs> Skull. Out here, baby. Ready to roll. But... Cue um, money. Yeah. It's, it's on something. You got me wondering now, because I'm like, I know... It's one of those networks that just shows those kind of shows. Right. And I'm trying to remember what it is. It's on the tip of my tongue. Whatever. It shows you how much TV I fucking watch. Yeah, no, I, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't watched like cable in such a long time that I don't even remember what channel it's on. Swamp People is what the show is called. Swamp People. Um, yeah. So, Swamp People, she said, I think it's on Discovery Channel. Yeah, so, it sounds like Discovery. Yeah. Because they do all those little swamp. weird, you know, the, the people shows. Like the uh, the people that live off the grid and shit. I forget what that was called. They live like way up in like northern Canada or Alaska or something like that. Yeah. And they just live up there all by themselves. Like go into town maybe. It's on the History Channel. The History That's Channel. What it's on. And the History Channel does also do one of my favorite shows, fucking Mountain Men. Oh my God, I love the show Mountain Men. See? History. Yeah. We need to have a talk, History Network. Okay. Yeah. I used to get actual good history documentaries. Yeah. I don't get any of that anymore. They do Ancient Aliens, too. <sighs> yeah, that's right. They do. Alien ancient, ancient Aliens used to be legit, and now it's crazy. It's super crazy now. Like, Everybody took the George the original Superlose. stuff, they ran with it, Yeah, and now it's all conspiracy theories. It, it wasn't meant to to be a show that runs eight seasons or whatever. No. It, you know? it should have been maybe two, like, and that's it, you know? two short seasons of like hour and a half two hour episodes you know what i'm saying but it's in there it's got to be in crazy this is yeah they're like people's in like still going nine. aren't they oh i'm sure yeah, yeah. ancient Aliens, i'm sure still making new episodes oh why is that a thing excuse me so they've got to be yeah they've got to be on for like nine years or something and yeah it's, it's it's not a show that's meant to run for nine years you know you know what somebody needs to figure out how to do there's not enough evidence to... for nine years no <laughs> that's why it's all that's, crazy that's the problem <laughs> I just okay. So imagine this. Yes. Do you? Oh wait, you're not like a hardcore, hardcore history fan, are you? No, I like hardcore history. Okay. So I'm a huge fan of hardcore history. So is my cousin Michael, Jordan's Good. cousin Michael, Michael B. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. Michael went to the, B. Yeah. Well, obviously, I like him because he's a hardcore history fan. Loves it. So imagine somebody just taking one of Dan Carlin's hardcore history podcasts. Yeah. And then. Doing a bunch of video, you know, most of it's all acted out and stuff these days, but mm -hmm. doing like a really high quality video to, to put against it. his narration mm -hmm. of his podcast. Oh my God, somebody please make that. I would buy every single copy on Blu-ray and on digital. There would be... That would be amazing. It would have to be shorter. Like he, his, his... Nah, I want it, the whole it thing. Really, I say that because some of his descriptions are so elaborate and sometimes his tangents are so long that there would be a lot of time of those characters standing there. 
No, see, then you just you cut to footage saying. of Genghis Khan cutting people's heads off. <laughs> <You know? laughs> there you go. Just action footage the whole time. Anytime yeah. he goes off on a tangent, cut to an action scene. Something crazy happening. Dude, I could to- we could totally do that. Dan, I'm calling you because I got an idea. <laughs> he just lives in like Eugene or something like Hell that. Hell yeah, so. he does. He's like right there. Yeah, it's good old Dan. Oh, I didn't tell you. That reminds could me. Could probably hunt him down. Remember when I was, I was telling you last week, maybe, that when I'm in New York, I'm going to try to swing by Commentary Magazine? Yes. Oh, we have to talk about the schedules before we move on. Oh, anymore, yeah. We, we should never, do that we never did right after my commentary story. Yes. It's nice and short. Yeah. I uh, I got onto their website and I contacted just to see if that'd be something I could arrange or work out because I'm not going to be an asshole and just show up and be like, oh, hey, what's up? Right. That's just terrible. Don't ever do that. Uh, and then they actually got right back to me the next day and they're like, actually, yeah, we don't really have time to do tours or anything, but we really appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh word. Yeah. You got like, you reached out back to me. Didn't just give you, Oh no, fuck this guy. Right. I was like, Oh, that's very, that's very thoughtful. So that means it's gotta be a pretty small operation. Oh, I'm pretty sure it is. Like if they don't have like a secretary or something, you know, Mm -hmm. that most of their, most of their magazine, I'm pretty sure is all kind of stuff they they find writers they want and yeah. then they they write their piece or they submit them and then they pay them when they publish it i think oh really like, like a typical magazine okay. you know i've written into a number of like short fiction magazines yeah. like sci-fi magazine and stuff and submitted work and stuff like that and that's that's usually how i think that's the way they do it for commentary too it's just all political commentary right. from a conservative point of view yeah but yeah they so that's not happening yeah but it was pretty cool to just... I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And they're you like, could, oh, sorry, man. You could hit up Intercepted. That's I, you know. I might just do that. Just It, it would be... And then I'm going to tell them. I'll be like, yeah, so I reached out, but then the Intercept hooked me up. Yeah. I'm just saying, wink, wink. It would Come be, on, John Podhorns. It would be a valuable experience, I think. Um, you, you know, with a, a, even just as crazy as, as, com, or the, as Intercept can be... Um, it would just be it cool. Would, would be very cool, I yeah. think. Just to, you know. It's the old handshake s- policy. Yeah. I'm, you know. I don't like Jeff Sessions, but I'm still, sh- still going to shake, shake his hand. hand. You know, I'm yeah. not going to be a dick to his face. It's not no. worth that, you know. It would, res- you know, respect the position, not the guy. There you go. That's just like that, like the end of Band of Brothers, you know. It's just, you you yeah. salute the rank, not the man. Yeah. Just as like, <clears throat> yep. By the way, Ross, hold my fucking dick. That's right. This is Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. like that? David Schwimmer? Yeah. That's such a good show. Hold my dick, Ross. Was I talking to you about that yeah. last week? Okay. Well, yeah, we did talk about Because you finished up the Pacific. The Pacific. That's right. Schedules. Okay. Schedules. So... Hit it up. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Saturday, I'm leaving. Yes. Going bye-bye first thing in the morning. Should have done this in the beginning. Which is why... Yeah, that's fine. If they If they really want to know... Then they'll be listening right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm out Saturday, so we're recording early. It's Thursday. Yes. And I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Yeah. So what are you going to do to fill in the time? So we are going to... This is going to be a show that's posted while you're gone. This will be the first show that's posted while you're gone that I'm going to edit and do all that stuff. And it's going to be weird. Um, and then, Feels like super legit. Yeah. Um, Dave Rubin style. He's <laughs> off the grid right now. Um, and then the following episode will be an episode that I'm going to do with Case Bowls, Drew Baby Drew, and uh, Tido, I believe, is also going to be on there. 
and Casey and Drew want to do the Century Club, which is a hundred shots in a hundred minutes, which I want nothing to do with. But I, <laughs> you remember the power? Oh hour. yeah, and I was fine. I told, I did throw up afterwards, like, but by on choice, purpose, by yeah. choice, on for my own comfortability. Yeah, um, like I wasn't so sick. Like I really wanted to eat and was knew if I ate as much as I wanted to, I would throw up. So yeah. I was like, I'm the just Roman gonna... style purge. Or the yeah. Greek style purge. So, whoever used to do that. Um, huh? Century Club. Now, imagine that. Bring yourself back to the power hour for a minute. Imagine doing another 40. My mom's calling me. I'm picking oh, it up. Go ahead. This is the first. Kathy's going to be Hello? on the podcast. Hello? Hello? Are you eating dinner? No. We're recording the podcast. Oh. Okay. And- well, we'll... I'll just talk to you later. No, what's up? It's too late. We're recording actively right now. This is what you get. You're on the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to Salt in the Streets. Well, I was just calling to talk about my tent I got. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to come and set it up in your yard this weekend and do laundry and wash my car. (laughs) Oh. Um, Maybe. Jordan and I are kind of taking this weekend to ourselves because Colin is leaving on Saturday. So we're recording today because he's going to be gone. You're going to finally have a free weekend. Exactly. So, so then I could go to Colin's house and wash my car and do my laundry and set the tent up. <laughs> if I had a laundry machine, I would totally let you do if that. If he had a laundry machine. Also, our washer is broken. So. Holy shit. Yeah. Yep. Paulsbo has a lovely laundromat that I go to all the time. So. I'm live with laundry but you know that costs money so does the laundromat in in paulsbo mm-hmm. so that's why I, all right yeah i don't know what to tell you all right what are you doing tomorrow for lunch having some delicious um, pizza i don't know yet <laughs> would you like to come and have lunch with your mother at work um well not at work i mean you know like from work like oh um maybe well, come on. I don't have my calendar in front of me. I'm on the podcast right now. You can't put me on you can't put me on the spot on the podcast like that. Well you put her on the spot. That's what she gets. I don't know. Well we're watching Baby Kev tomorrow. I don't know what the jam is with Baby Kev. Oh my god, I they can come. Mom I I'm miss t- you. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds I like don't know my what mom. I'm doing tomorrow. Whatever you're doing, you can have 45 minutes of my time. I all right. Well, I will call you back after this, and we'll talk about that more. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I love you guys. All right. Love you too, Kathy. All right. Have a good time on your weekend. That's he's going oh, for two weeks, not you. a weekend. He's, two weeks. He's going to New York City. Why would he go to New York oh, for a weekend? Oh my God! Will you bring me a bottle of water that says New York on it? Sure. Absolutely. Don't forget. Okay, it has to say New York. Okay, she I'm won't it, forget. I'm putting it in my phone right she, now. She won't forget. Cool. She'll see I'll you. Add it to my collection. She'll see you at the draft, and she'll remember that she asked you, and and then you'll be like, "Oh no, I forgot." Yeah, so I'm pretty sure they have uh, those iHeart New York water bottles all over the place. Perfect. No, 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 no. A bottle of water. Like one oh with water God. in it. Indeed. Some people 
Okay. I got you, I got you covered. I told you. Okay. I w- was telling Colin about the toilets in the yard. Oh, yeah. And that bitch around the corner. Yeah, oh my screw God, that, that lady. That is the story I told. <laughs> that was really? so good. Yes. Oh. oh, they just go together, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. You grew tomatoes in it, right? Yep, and yeah. then at Christmas time, I put Christmas lights around it. There you go. Yes. I love every yep. second of that. It was yep. a whole deal. Yeah, I'm sure I have a picture somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, well, um, thank you for chit-chatting with me. Yeah, are you watching Are you watching football? No, is there football on right now? Yeah, Mom, the Hall of Fame game is on right now. On Channel 13? It's on, like, oh, oh maybe. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the remote. Yeah. Well, it's on Channel 5 here. I don't know what it's going to be there. Oh. It but it's on, on, what Fox. is that, a- NBC? NBC. A- NBC. Yeah, no. So. Dang. Well, I guess I can watch it on my phone. Baltimore's playing Chicago right now. Oh, I'm, well, I'm so excited for the ninth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I know yeah. it's preseason, but damn it, it's time to drink and, um, you know, yell at the TV. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, I will talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye, Kathy. All right, love you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Colin. Bye, Kathy. That was possibly the greatest moment. There you go. We just had a wonderful... We we were just sitting there talking about it. Yeah, that works pretty good. That works fairly decent. You might have to hold the phone up just right next to the mic next time. And that's, you know, I wasn't sure. But it was still pretty decent. I could hear a little bit of, like, ticking in my headphones. That's why I held it over here. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason I did that. But Freaking technology. Yeah. Putting me on blast like that on the podcast. I don't know. What was, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow <laughs> at five. I know I'm doing this right now. I am. I am a planner, but not well. Not in these three hours. I am no. only doing this for three hours. Like I can't think outside of this right now. Half the time, like if my wife texts me and is like, "Hey, baby, I'm home. Can I come inside?" I have like it takes me like five minutes just to figure out how to spell out the words <laughs> to say, "Yes, baby, come in. No problem. Yeah. Come say hi." <laughs> oh. So, what did we? What you were have more to about? ask me about Joey Gibson? Oh, we were talking about the schedules. Oh yeah. Um, so the oh, yeah. So we talked uh, Century Club. Yeah. So the Century Club is going to be an episode, and then I'm also going to do solo episode with Micaiah, aka Mac Rays of the Upper Left. The glory. The first. Re- no, not the first return guest. That'd be Case Bulls. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a glorious return. That's the third return guest. Yeah. Wow. So I'm really excited about that. That will be super cool. Um, Drew's going to come back on too, so that'll be the fourth return guest. Oh, good lord. Yeah, because Case Balls and Drew both were on. Yeah. Wow. Um, So I am excited. That just hit me. Yeah. I'm (laughs) I'm excited to do that. I think that will be really cool. Uh, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to try and focus that show on Micaiah. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, about, like, just because we grew up blocks from each other. Um, Like, our whole lives um and so i want to talk about like his upbringing and then also obviously his inspiration for music and like a lot about his music and then we'll talk a little bit about just like some views that he has on some shit that's going on in the world i yeah. think that will be a really fun episode that's the the dave rubin style yeah um the like episode that. the century club that's mm-hmm. not going to be for everybody. Um, it just people who did not enjoy the power hour that I did will not enjoy the Century Club that we're <laughs> going to do. Um, and the guys that I'm going to be with, we will probably talk about sports the entire time. Um, that it, That is probably how that will work because that's just like what we have 
as a foursome, that's what we have the most in common in sports. So that's probably what we'll talk about. I'm sure that there will be some type of discussion of other shit, especially as the boys drink. How many beers did I drink? Seven and a half. So they're probably going to have close to double that. Um, I mean, it will be probably 10, 11 beers. Yeah, maybe 12. it's got to be. So I wonder if they're going to do one ounce or one and a half ounce. I think it'll just, we'll see what Drew has at his house. Yeah. Uh, but Drew also like goes out a lot, so he might only have like big two ounce shot glasses. Ooh. And that you can't do; they'll no. fucking die. Um, but I like because the ones we did, I think, were ounce and a half, and that was a lot. Mm-hmm. That was uh, a lot. But little two, did I know they're supposed to be one ounce. That's what you get. Yeah, I read you know. that people like you know just because one and a half is more common now that people do it with those. But and that's how it equals out to seven and a half beers because it's sixty one and a half ounce shots and it's like I think I only have one one ounce shot glass at my house. Yeah. But we don't small. use it because it's like it was like a, a cool travel souvenir. Right. And so we don't ever use it. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise they're kind of the taller you know, right. they're kinda of fluted at the end, but they're still I think an ounce and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that's gonna be what we're gonna what I'm gonna do while Colin is gone. Um, you're going to take a microphone with you, right? So you're yeah. going to probably do a little bit of recording while you're gone. And Yeah, I'm going to try to essentially build some form of a uh, kind of a travel dock. Louisville. You know, it's going to be a semi-vlog, semi-travel dock type of situation. Uh, it's going to be very oriented on my family that's there that we're visiting because it's my in-laws. And all of my in-laws are from Ecuador. They're yes. born and raised in Ecuador. And they're all recent immigrants to the United States. How old was your wife when she came here? She's she like was a, 13, I believe. Like, well, I thought it was like 11 or something like that. 13, 13 yeah. or 15. I knew it was like around there. Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble. Pretty 13 young. or 15. Yeah. She wasn't uh, a child, but she was, no. she was a teenager. Yeah. Which is pretty young to... Yeah, I mean, it was difficult enough for I her to, sure. to to deal with the transition there and the schools and all this stuff. Sure. Luckily, New York City is really, really good. They have a lot of... Uh, I mean, the high school she went to was called Newcomers High School. Where's and it was all... It was basically all immigrants That's that were all there from all over the world. Lots of people speaking Spanish. Lots of people speaking Spanish and Chinese and Korean and all sorts of stuff. That's pretty rad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So New York is still a huge hub for people to come through when they immigrate here. Oh, That's fuck, yeah. Probably the main place in America that people come through. Is, I yeah, probably. Think. I mean, I don't think... I mean, there's a lot of people... Like, there's a lot of immigrants in, like, Californian ship, but most of them are fucking from, from Mexico and stuff. And not yeah, from, from Central America and stuff like that. Right. Most of them are coming overseas. They're coming up. Yeah. Um, and that. But we don't have that. You know, on this set of continents, we don't necessarily have that crazy diversity that of you know deep ingrained cultures and stuff like that. Depends like on they the have culture. over on because um, we have that side. The only thing I would disagree on would be Filipinos and Chamorros, people who are from Guam. Look at this shit. Look, this is, oh look yeah, that's shit. very true. But New York wow. is one of those things. That was an amazing. What did they call too? it? It was a late oh, hit. Yeah, there's a yeah. flag on that. You can't do that. Garbaggio. Unnecessary roughness. Um, not, that's not how you're going to get on the team, bro. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, people who Chamorros, like I said, people from Guam, mm-hmm. and then people are from like the Philippines. There's a yeah. lot of that. Pacific Islanders is yeah. is the classification. There's a lot of Pacific Islanders around here. Yeah, um, that's true. Because of, like the Navy and stuff like that, especially people who that's big join in the Philippines and then you know end up here, or people that join here or somewhere else in the country and go to the Philippines and get married or something like that and then come back here because this is where they settle. This is where the big shipyard is and they can come back here and get a job and, and whatever. And this oh, is, yeah. yeah it's it's very just popular. A, this is just a huge port for people to come through with the joint base up there. This is a huge area for people Definitely. to come through. And um, Bremerton's not too far from the joint base, you know, like yeah. two hours or whatever. So it's But for whatever reason, which is funny to think about, maybe it's just the way that the kind of guess the county that whole area is set up in new york you have this thing where you can walk two blocks and all of a sudden you look around and you're like i'm in a totally different world right now yeah and it, it's that distinct on a lot of the neighborhoods and there's they're everywhere but you don't get that feeling out here because it's I, maybe it's just a city thing everything's so tight like that you're you're forced to you know, in the surroundings that you're in, you're always around people and everybody has a business and, you know, residents all over the place. Yeah. Here we got a lot of woods and there's houses all over the place and there's, you know, we have our major little towns and cities and stuff, but it's nothing like big, big city stuff. Well, and even like Seattle isn't like that. You know, you, it, yeah. it's not, it's not so separated to where you walk two blocks and you're in a whole different part of the city. Mm-hmm. You know, when I mean, you have to go to like, the different boroughs, Queen Anne and shit like that, like those are all very separate. Like, this was a star-studded commercial. Have you not seen this? I just this? saw this that. This is the second time that it's been on. Little Dicky was in this commercial. Nicki Minaj was in this commercial. Hot ones. I'm telling you, a YouTube yes, personality on mainstream you. television. DeAndre Hopkins was in this commercial. Yeah, it's for Madden. The next time I'll point it out to you so you can watch it because that's that was amazing. there's millions of dollars worth of talent in that commercial. Right that's there. unbelievable. Um, but. Yeah, like I say, even in Seattle, it's not like that. The different parts are, are they're fair amounts, distances yeah. away from each other, you know. For yeah, like, there's things. distinct neighborhoods in Seattle. Yeah. But it's more of like a vibe. It's a it's like a feel of this neighborhood versus, right. you know, Capitol Hill versus Belltown or yeah. whatever. Uh, where in New York, it, I mean, it's totally different than that. Yeah. I mean, West I'm going to go, it's going to be awesome. I have... I kind of have it all planned out. I got a couple places I got to hit in, you know, this area to go get this type of food. Yeah. Because you go to this area to get because that. that's that, it's like a mini that's Korea. That's where those people are at. Yeah. I mean, you go to Flushing and then if you want to go to like this neighborhood, you go to you get Spanish food or, or Puerto Rican food, you want Colombian food, you go to this place. If you want Dominican food, and you got to go to this neighborhood. If you want, you know, whatever, it's everywhere. Yeah. And I can't, oh, I need a nice bagel, first thing. A nice bagel. Jewish bagel. A, a Jew bagel. Dude. Okay. Nothing like a good Jew bagel. Yeah, huh? no racist in that at all. If you're a bagel lover, you know what a good Jewish bagel is, and it's fantastic. And then, oh, man, pastrami sandwiches. Oh, good pastrami on rye. Yeah. Too bad Cat's Deli's closed now. I was going to say now. it closed, right? Yeah, <laughs> I that's was just garbaggio. But yeah, I'm excited. It's gonna. I'm, I'm excited, excited for, for all sorts of good stuff, man. I want to go to. I want to go to the East Coast really bad, um, because 
Well, because I want to go to New York City because I I love food. I love eating food. Um, so I want food to do, is delicious. Yeah, I want to do that. Um, but like my grandpa also is buried in Arlington. Um, oh. So I want to go and see my grandpa's grave. Um, I would love to go down and, there. And yeah, um, and I I just want to go to Washington D.C. and go to like the museums and all just see all the different stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I'm super interested in that. I want to go to. I want to go to New Jersey because I want to go to the stash. You know, I want to go see yeah. the stash. Uh, and I got to go there during the week so I can see Walt. And then I have to go there on a Sunday so I can see Sunday, Sunday Jeff. Jeff. Um, yeah, it's it's a whole deal. So I, I'm super interested in going to like, mm, that's North the Jersey. East Coast like that. I might have to stop and bring you back a little something if I possibly can. Ooh. But I hate to do this to you. I've been holding. I, I got the feeling this like 15 minutes into recording. I was like, I'm going to have to pee soon. Nah, you're fine. God damn it. But you got this. Yeah. Will you grab the growler out of the fridge on your way back? Of That's course. the only request that I have for you. Absolutely. No. If I can get out of here without tearing down a mic. You're fine. I have faith in you. Boom. Clear. Out of here. Yeah. So that's going to be the plan while well, Offie's gone. Um, I think that it will be a lot of fun. Like I said, the uh, the Century Club is not going to be for everybody. But it'll be something that I think will be a lot of fun. Uh, definitely some differing opinions over there. The boys will probably get stupid towards the end of those that Century Club. So we'll see how that works. We're going to record it at Drew's house, too. So it might sound a little bit different. Uh, and there will be four of us on two mics, I think. Everything should work just fine. Um, but... It's going to be pretty rad. Like I said, we're watching the Hall of Fame game out here, which is, as I told my mom, is the Ravens and the Bears. And it's the game is getting progressively better because it's people are just getting more comfortable and shit now. Um, but it's it's not the best game that I've ever seen. Baltimore is winning 17-7. to Balling out out here. About to close these windows. Built a cat cage on the outside of my house that it's like a chicken wire structure on the outside of these windows that we live in a basement and so these windows are at ground level and so i boom there you go i haven't been taking pictures or anything this whole time we got a Um, solid video yeah now i'll do it now that i remember um and so the cats go out the window into the cat cage and they love it but cat cage is legit i can't get them in there i'm too tall to get in there so Jordan has to get in there and weed, like weed it. But now she's pregnant, so I, I made her do it before she was too pregnant. Because I, I know can't what you tried to do. You tried to do it so that you could have that excuse, so you wouldn't have to clean it. Now you're screwed. Because <laughs> now you have to clean it. Trenton's girlfriend said she would come and do it for me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I didn't you know Trenton has a. Yeah, I'll have like a half a glass. Okay, I can do that. Daddy's got to drive tonight. Oh yeah. It says good beer, right? It's outstanding beer. Yeah. You said uh, Silver City. Did we introduce the beer today? I don't think that we did, but this is ripe and juicy from Silver City. It's a double IPA. It's 8%. It's made with lots of grapefruits. It's, it is quickly becoming one of my favorite beers the it's more really and good. more that I have it. Silver City doesn't make bad beer. In a growler given to me by Jordan's father from the Ooh. shop that he's in in the shipyard. Nice. Which... Yeah, which I did enjoy, but then I was also like, I'm the rigor shop. I'm not in the shipyard. Like, and then every time <laughs> I bring this somewhere, somebody almost every time somebody will ask me if I'm in the shipyard, and I'm like, nope, my father-in-law. I'm like, oh, all right. Sometimes that's a pretty legit like, question for out here, though. And I I agree, but that's why it confuses me. Is because this is true because it's going to be such a reoccurring question. 
you know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's <laughs> so, a cool it's a cool fucking it's a cool growler. So I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It's, That's a really sweet looking logo on there. Yeah, I'm just I'm not a huge fan of like small talk, you know. And this almost always leads to small talk, and I'm just. Yeah, but that's what Kevin is into. Is like you can't go anywhere without that guy without him knowing somebody because he works in the shipyard and like has been was in the navy for so long. He fucking knows everybody. It's so. that ability. I'm kind of jealous of it. The ability to get in and get out. Oh hey, how are you? That's awesome. Ask like one question. Oh that's cool. Well hey man, good to see you. Yep. I'm <clears> really <throat> bad at that. Like yeah. it's so awkward. It's it's really uncomfortable sometimes. I feel terrible for people I run into like at the grocery store, because after a while I'm like, okay, well I mean I got shit to do, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean it does. I don't. I gotta go. <laughs> I shop in Paulsbo now, so I limit the amount of people that I see at the grocery store. That's funny because I don't never see anybody in Paulsbo, but frequently I see somebody when I go to Silverdale, and every time when I go to Bremerton. Yeah. So. It's good. Just, it's good marketing, though. It's your sacrifice is our gain. Yeah. So I just so I just go to Paulsbo now, and I you know, Paulsbo's a good spot. The shit is just better there too. Like the, the food, the produce and stuff is just better in Paulsbo. So <laughs> I just I just prefer it now. You guys should definitely check out the Palm Paulsbo Farmers Market. Is it rad? Oh, dude, it's a good one. Word. The one in Bremerton's pretty weak. Yeah. This it's because the Kingston one is real sad. Like yeah. real real sad. Um, but they got yeah, somebody suggested go to the Paul's one. And, I mean, it's still pretty small, but I can get meat. I can get vegetables. I can get, uh, last year there was a, a guy that had a ton of CBD products. Really? Yeah. And it was, it was a farm out of like, I don't know, somewhere open squim or something like that. And, uh, I'd go there and I'd buy a bunch of the tinctures for the dogs. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like whenever they were like super freaked out at like, not the neighbors, but. Yeah, fireworks is one thing, but we also have a problem with, you know, we live behind like 400-some acres of woods, and so there's a problem with a lot of people going out there and just blowing off high-caliber guns. Oh. Boom, 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 and it gets really fucking loud, and the dogs get super nuts. Do you guys shoot in your woods? If you're going to go shooting, do you just walk no, back into the woods? I don't do that. No, if I'm going to go shoot, I go I go legit someplace, like a range or something like that. I don't... You're not, not around here. Around in the woods? No, I mean I fucked around. Like I used to live in those woods. I grew up in those woods, but I don't go out there and fuck around and shoot guns in the woods. Mark fucking coming out here. Yeah, something about guns, man. I don't. If I'm hunting or I'm going to the range, like I don't shoot guns anywhere else. I don't go off into the woods or a lot of people around here go up into the mountains and shit and just find a spot and start blasting away. Blasting. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know. That's not how you roll. That's not how I roll. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the excuse. I don't want to be the guy that gets a dumbass law like passed because <laughs> I I got caught shooting rounds off into the side of a mountain, and then some forest ranger walked by, and now they have to pass a law that says there's no guns on the mountain. You don't want to be the need. I don't want to be regulation. That guy. No, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to. Nobody be that wants guy. to be that guy. That's a that's a clip <laughs> for this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I want to get back to some more political talk. What you got? Because I wanted to go through you have more, more Joey of this Gibson Joey stuff? Gibson. Well, Joey Gibson was just really the platform for conversation. Yes. Because I am interested in anybody that will challenge a career politician. Yeah. And lately, with the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez situation, I'm wondering if that might be possible elsewhere. 
And so I looked through the thing, and this was the only guy that seemed to be getting any kind of traction running yeah. against her. So I was really interested. And he's he's young, he's energetic, he's a, he's he seems to be he comes from the activist type of he position. Ch- he chews gum while he public speaks, which is garbage. Like the number one rule of don't fucking do that. I could tell in his video that he's chewing gum, like has gum in his mouth while he's public speaking. You know, maybe he's trying to quit and he gets nervous, so he's got to have some Nicorette. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Spit that fucking gum out before you get on stage and speak into a goddamn microphone. Um, he also threw shade at Maria Cantwell for putting her delegate vote to yeah, Hillary Clinton. Super, yeah. and, and so I looked into that, right? And that is a thing that happened. But so did every other super delegate in Washington. It's Washington and State. So I have to consider that, well, they, obviously nobody in the establishment thought Bernie Sanders was going to win. That's why they fucked him over at the DNC. Yeah. So why would anybody who is... Most of these super delegates in Washington are establishment politicians, right? Maria Cantwell, Patty Murray, fucking what Jay Inslee, like you know, all these people. They are they are career politicians, so yeah. very much party over over people, you know. So yeah. why? I don't know. Not that this is like an argument. Why would you expect anything different if the party doesn't think that Bernie Sanders is going to go that way, and that's not where the nomination is going? Then why would they do that? You know, that just doesn't politically doesn't make any sense. No. Like, so and I, I think you might just be thinking of it in, you know, the way with the current rules of the game. Yeah. Whereas coming from him, he's pretty staunchly, he has this pretty staunch belief against the game in, itself. Yeah. And that's why he, he has a real big emphasis on term limits. He wants to be yeah. able to put congressional term limits in. And I think it's a pretty popular idea. I mean, I've it's in the it's in that. the subflow still. Yeah. You know, it's not mainstream, but, but it is a I've heard yeah. that theme across several different candidates. So let's play with that for a minute. Yes. You know, the let's say I wanted to throw my vote behind Joey Gibson on the sole fact that I know for a fact if he won, he would in he would, he would fight for the issuing of term limits in Congress. Yeah. Do you think term limits in Congress would be a good thing? I think that it could be a good thing and a bad thing. In the current political climate, I don't think that that's a good thing because no one will ever get anything done. Because you're not going to be anywhere long enough to get enough traction to get something done. In so the what way, about like a 10-year term limit? Can't serve in the public office for more than 10 years. I could see that. I think that that's totally legitimate. 10 years, I think, is more than enough time to get in, be in for two years... Get on a committee after that. Start doing some shit. Work on some shit. Put put your name on some bills. Co-sponsor some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think the ten years is more. Is that's totally fine. I don't because I guess, and that's my own precedent that I think when when I hear somebody talking about term limits, I instantly think they're talking about like two term term limits. Like you're here for four years. Get yeah. the fuck out. Because that's the the presidential standard is well, you get two and then you're out. Right. But I I could a ten year term limit. I think mm-hmm. that that's totally. I think that would be very interesting because I think that would change the whole paradigm of the strategic political game. Yeah, I don't. I think the long-term political strategy game would suffer a great deal. There wouldn't be so much emphasis on looking ten years down the road. It would be more of, you know, hey, this is a thing I'm going to do for ten years. You know, make it so that you can't retire necessarily after that, like in a, you know, in a in a standard governmental, you know, 20-year retirement plan. 
Um, you could put your 10 years towards that and then go work for the post office for 10 years or something. But yeah. Um, but I think it would be really interesting. You, you you wouldn't have these Mitch McConnells and these you know Senator Feinstein's that that sit there for decades and decades and just kind of they try to steer the party in one direction and then it's it's it just breeds partisan politics right. in my mind. Absolutely, no, I I agree with that. And I think some some setting a reasonable term limit like a ten year I think would be interesting to play with. Yeah, no, I don't have any problem with that. Um, I also the nice thing yes. is if I voted for Joey Gibson and he got in and he pushed for term limits, he got his term limits, then he'd be out. I wouldn't have to worry for right. about it for He's so long. He's only there for so long anyway. Yeah, um, I can't remember his name. There's there's another person running for Congress, I believe, just somewhere out in the nation. But he had one of his platforms. He's running on was I'm not going to seek re-election. I'm going to yeah. get in. I'm going to get in. I'm going to kick ass and take names and i'm gonna be out yes don't worry yeah. about me becoming one of those people and i don't know if that's necessarily a good idea i don't know you're not gonna get anything done in one term but right especially a, a two-year term yeah um i also i'm not a, a personal fan and this is just like a i don't know there's nothing anybody can do about this but i don't like the the part of Running for things where you you know you have such like a broad platform of things that there's no way you can get all that shit done you know like you're promising things that are not are that's just it's unreasonable you know that um, and I don't like that but that's not anything against him because everybody has to do that you have to run yeah. a, a broad platform of things you believe in and then mm -hmm. when you're you're there then you're like this is what I'm going to focus on like this is my three main whatevers you know yeah. um, and honestly but, who can fault the guy for wanting to get in there. And then let's say you did get in, yeah. you're going to get swallowed up by the machine because yeah. there's no one else other than maybe half a dozen that actually believe in the same thing you do. And then you're just going to be in and out and you're not going to, nobody's going to care. And so if, if you had a, a mass insurgence of these young activist types that really believed in that, that'd be one thing because you could actually get something like that passed. But yeah. otherwise, the establishment is so so called because they are established they're not going anywhere yeah for the most part except for a couple of outliers and so it's really hard to fight against the establishment just due to the nature of what it is um one of the go ahead uh i was gonna say i liked what he said about um big pharma is that where you're going next yeah big pharma? no so but that um, that is good but i did i did enjoy like not enjoy i was in favor of what he said about big pharma like that especially just the more i i look into stuff like that myself you know about nutrition and health and stuff like that not that i'm the healthiest guy on the planet um but the more i look into stuff like that the more i am not in favor of the way that modern medicine is run you know yeah and the way that he's talking about drugs and stuff like this you know that you know instead of instead of uh legalizing shit that can actually help people we're just giving them pills and stuff that's that's keeping people sick like that's a real thing that i believe in mm -hmm. that like modern medicine big pharma doesn't want to make you better they want to keep you sick maintain a certain level of sickness you know give you a drug that fixes one thing but causes another so you have to come back and get another drug and another drug i mean i don't know what the statistic is i'll look it up fact check but it's i don't know like seven medications or something like that that the average person is taking every single day you know by the time that they're like 60 it's oh. you know because you've gone in so many times and just yeah. gotten different shit for different different symptoms that are probably caused by the other medications that you've taken you could know? be could be i mean 
It's, yeah, the way the whole drug industry is run in the United States, is it's pretty sketchy, to say the least. You look at a country like the, you know, in the UK where it's illegal to run ads for prescription medications. Why the hell should we ever see an ad for a prescription We're when you should just get a prescription, shit. you know, suggested or, you know, prescribed by your doctor? We're and one it's a of, medication that you take. One of two countries that have commercials for prescription drugs. I yeah, what's the other one? It's New like Zealand, I think. New Zealand. Fact check. I'm pretty sure it's I, New Zealand. That sounds about right. Yeah. Something like that. But what the hell, man? There's no... Well, and I mean, there's there's been all kinds of studies and polls and stuff with doctors that they feel pressured to prescribe people drugs when they come in with when they request them. You know, when you hear in the commercial, well, ask your doctor about this, and you go in there and ask your doctor, they feel pressured to do that because they're going to lose money if you don't like what they said and go somewhere else. Yeah. Know? And that's not... that's That shouldn't be a concern of the doctor that he's afraid he's going to lose a patient and lose money. You know, like that shouldn't be... I don't know. There, there is something deeply wrong with the health system that there is that exists in America right yeah. now. You know that it is not truly healthcare. It's fucking. Yeah, it's just it's a fucking it's a it's a scam set up by the insurance companies. Yeah. Good lord, the entire medical insurance industry is like the biggest con. It's the biggest racket I've ever seen. Yeah. And how. People don't recognize that for what it is. I mean, it's disgusting. The entire industry behind insurance, for the most part, is pretty fucking sleazy. Yeah. Get us, get people to pay us all just a little bit of money, and so that when something bad happens, we can give them a little bit of it. Man, I don't. If if I don't know how you can't have an insurance policy where every single dime you put in, like a like a health insurance savings plan or something like that, like they have in fucking. Was that Singapore? Yeah. Or, yeah, I can't remember what. I think it's Singapore. I think it's Singapore. Um, yeah, the mandated health savings plan. But that's your money. Yeah. You're like, just, you're going to give it out to a company whose purpose is to, you know, bring growth to their shareholders and bring profit to their shareholders because they're all publicly traded companies. Why we should put our, our health, our money for our health in their pockets, it, it just fascinates me yeah that's why i like my you know you have to have a big uh kind of catastrophic health insurance plan for if like the the worst happens of course you get in a major incident or something cancer or something but my current health program that i have is a free market system uh built by local doctors who believe in you know actually helping the community and supporting the community and so i pay like a monthly fee to my doctor's office and then i get to go in whenever i need to and make an appointment whenever i want to it's not you know call the doctor's clinic and oh the earliest we can get you in is three weeks yeah so i'm sick now i don't know what you well you can go to the er you can go to urgent care and wait three hours yeah and then have an 800 hundred dollar medical bill that shows up and your insurance may or may not pay for most of it you know, you got to pay your $30,000 deductible or whatever the insane amount is. Yep. That blitz was heavy as hell. It was. But yeah, I pay like 45 bucks a month and I have unlimited doctor's visits. My doctor is very, very experienced and, you know, they have. Uh, yeah. I mean, I went in for a cardiac consult a couple of weeks ago. Right. And it was a, 
another doctor who believes in the free market system who kind of travels around. They're a specialist and they hit these different clinics. And that's cool. You pay them a one time fee and then you get what you need and you're done. That's really cool. It's amazing. The amount for, for example, like a blood test on the free market, because these, you know, doctor's offices don't do most regular like family practice doctors don't do their own blood tests and stuff in house right they send them out to yeah like they send it out to like lab core and stuff like that pack lab lab core yeah all, all, all sorts of these different medical testing facilities yeah and they when you deal in the insurance market everything is so expensive but when you just deal at cost in the free market system it is an insane fraction of what you would have to pay through insurance or what your insurance company would pay. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's a it's a wonderful kind of peek at what health, you know, the health system could look like in some fashion. I hope it's going to catch on more places, but I I, I suggest to. it to everybody I, yeah. that I run into that has a problem trying to afford health insurance because it's a great way to have a just a regular doctor for the your everyday problems that you won't go broke having. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. But yeah, that is something I do like his his looks on, you know, big pharma, big agro, it's kind of the same thing. He's a big he's an anti Monsanto type of guy. Yeah. Um, but the other interesting um, plan I guess that he's running on is this idea of a fair tax. Yes. You ever heard of the fair tax? Um, yeah, the fair tax is fair tax, flat tax is like the same yeah. the same idea, right? That everybody pays X percentage of whatever. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, so everybody pays the same percentage as long as you're above the poverty line. Yeah. Up to the poverty line, you do not pay a single dime in, in tax. And that's I fuck with that. Yeah, and through the fair not that tax, I'm in poverty, but a lot of people are with the way that poverty is defined now. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it would be are. amazing. And so you you do that, and then basically you take every other tax that we all have to pay federally. Your federal taxes we're talking about, not your state ones, of course. Yeah. But you take all the federal taxes out there, you roll them all into one, and then you spread it out evenly among every member of the population and it it basically equates to what we think of now as a sales tax yeah every new purchase you make after that that tax is is passed you pay a whatever percentage of a fair tax and that's it and then that automatically does away probably 95 percent of the irs you no longer need them to audit everybody and do all this stuff because everybody's paying taxes every time you buy something. It's done. So the so the sales tax is done away with. Um, well, sales tax is a state federal. Tax. Yeah. yeah. So state okay. taxes, so, it would still be up to the so states. So like our nine point eight percent or whatever would still yeah. exist, and then yep. we would also pay the fair tax on top of that. Yes. So, but you no longer have to pay taxes at the end of the year. Like you, there's, there's no more of that. Yeah. Every okay. federal tax is just taken every time you go pump your gas, every time you buy groceries. Shit would just be more expensive. Yeah. 
just kind of in general. But just you in would general, have more money because you're on, not in paying, your paycheck. You would right, have more. You're money. not paying more taxes. You're yeah. not paying taxes every month. Yes. Okay. Every single paycheck you get, you wouldn't have federal withholding. Yeah. None of that fucking shit. That Which you, would be a lot more fucking money <laughs> if I didn't pay any taxes every month. Mm-hmm. I would have probably 150 more dollars. You know, yeah. The ideal I, like, is to keep the fair tax revenue neutral. So every dime that you pay in federal tax now is gone but you will pay for it out on the free market yeah and so you can essentially control how much you pay in taxes by controlling your spending i don't hate that you know i i i I get down with that and that's i like the idea i think i i do i like the idea but to me that it reads more of a bernie sanders-esque type idea because we just saw how difficult it is to change the tax system oh we just watched that you know and if if it's this hard just to deregulate some parts and regulate others imagine how hard it would be to change the entire fucking tax system from what we have now into a fair tax and essentially do away with the irs and like just eliminate all of those jobs god that would be amazing that gives me a libertarian heart on right i don't like i i love the idea of that but i can't imagine the implementation implementation of that and that's why i think that's why I relate it to Bernie Sanders' communist yeah. views because it's the same idea. The idea is great, but the implementation is unrealistic. I think. Well, I don't know. I think at least he's currently, good. you know, and that's what we have to look at. Is currently, yeah, currently, if this guy gets in, yeah, that, there's no way, you know, no. if if he's the only one that's running on this, if he's there in eight years from now, you've got another forty people in the house that are just like this guy or have the same fair tax idea. Regardless of whatever, and they are Democrats. If they're not just like this guy, fuck what I just said, right? But you got forty more people in the House and some people in the Senate who do have the same idea of the fair tax. Then you could get shit done. But were he to get in now, the fair tax is not being implemented. You but, know what the problem is? But in his ten-year term limit, I could see that possibly and at so least now, a bill being put up. So let's talk about that for a minute, Don. This is a perfect segue. I just. Through that, because trying to think some of this stuff out, I've, I've run into a lot of the similar issues that you bring up, right? Just yes. trying to ru- play this out, because when did I talk to you about this? Last weekend? So, about hey, this you gotta, guy? Yeah, you got to check out this guy. Oh, that was just like Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, oh, wow. That like, wasn't that long ago. I've been doing this. a lot of thinking lately. Just, oh, snatch. Got him, son. That was made. Yeah, these guys are. Are they winning now? I don't think they're winning quite yet, though, are they? Uh, not the Bears. The Ravens are. It's like Go 17 Bears. to 7, I think. Oh, yeah. Maybe 17 to 10. Dang. 17 7. Boom. Oof. 17 7. Yeah. Ravens are up. Fourth quarter now. Ooh, yeah. Oh, uh, but, anyways, let's talk about this uh, the idea of. Some of the problems you're talking about, right? How you can never get this passed. And you know, let's just say if he gets in, he's the only dude with this fair tax idea. And who else is going to buy into that program and all this stuff? Yeah. Uh, do you think maybe... No, I don't want to phrase it like that. I think part of that problem of having this public opinion probably against something like a fair tax. Because I think... The reason, one of the reasons it wouldn't get passed is because the public isn't behind it, right? Mm-hmm. The public wouldn't probably buy into that, even though it's revenue neutral, which means you don't pay a single dime less or more. You just get to get rid of a part of the government and you make your taxes a lot less complicated. I think it scares people. 
Yeah, I think it would. And I think that it also um, appeals to the sympathetic and empathetic part of people where they're like, well, what about all those people who work for the IRS? You know, what happens to all of those people? I'm like, we can't care. There's other jobs out there, I don't man. give a shit. I'm telling you, I don't give a Come shit. Come on, people. I don't care, but yeah. people give a shit about that because how would you feel if you worked at the IRS and somebody's like, by the way, changing the tax code, go find a new job. You know, the You'd be sad fucking thing? pissed. Like, I would be pissed, but the sad thing is... Hopefully you would realize it's better for America. <laughs> no. I've worked for the federal government before. Yeah. I understand. This is how the federal government should work. If your job in the federal government was cut back and you no longer have a job, that's actually a good thing for the country. It's a shitty thing for you, but at but the same time, the when you went to go work for money. the government, yeah, you should understand that that is a thing that should hap- that could happen. And if you were, well, I wouldn't say, it depends on your political views, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. But the idea that we have to be worried about the government jobs just lends credence to the fact that more people should probably have government jobs mm-hmm. because they're safe. Why would we not want everybody to have a safe, reliable job that you don't have to worry about getting fired from unless you really screw up? They have good, great benefits and all this stuff. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a really good gig. That's why you have like the career people. I went to the, the Department of Licensing this week. You know, and I ran into the same guy that I ran into when I went and got my very first driver's license. Yeah. The dude's still there. I mean, well, I don't think that's. It's not a bad thing. No, I don't. Like, no, no, no. And I'm saying I don't think that that's unreasonable to want that. Like, to want a job where you aren't going to get fired unless you fuck up. Like, that's, that seems reasonable to me, you know, to not, not for everybody, but some people that don't. But do you think it's. Do you think it's moral or even ethical to ask the rest of your community to pay your salary because you want a cush job? I mean, if I'm providing a service that people actually need, you know, not if it's something useful. You don't need a driver's license done. <laughs> you okay, do. yeah. You do. You have to have a driver's license. Yeah. This is an anarchy. You but have with, to have a driver's license. With something like the IRS. Like why do we need to justify the IRS having a position in government? I don't know. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. personally feel that way, but there are people who are, I know for a fact, that are sympathetic enough and empathetic enough that they would feel bad for, for I'm yeah. calling the same people who want to tell you 75 different fucking things are going to be, you know, 75 different gender identifiers are, are, <laughs> will also pr- probably think about the well-being of those people who aren't going to have those jobs anymore. And you know you what, know? Don? That. My facts don't give a shit about their feelings. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't hate <laughs> no, I get it, it. But I also, I don't know. It's I, a problem. I, again, I would be pissed if, even if I knew it was better for the country, I'm still getting fucked out of a job. Mm-hmm. I still don't have a job anymore. You know, yeah. if, if I was making good money because I was doing a good job at what I was doing, so I was yeah. pulling in a good fucking 80 grand a year because I'm busting my ass and I'm doing my shit and I'm fucked out of a job. I'm still being pissed off. Like even even if I can even if I can take a step back and recognize this is better for the country. But what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Because I got all my certifications and doing taxes and doing all this bullshit. I don't have any other skills because this is what I was gonna do for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know that dude gets fucked over. 
He does. And it's, and it's not just one of those dudes. Like, there's a lot of those dudes, you know? And it's not most of them, but there's a lot of those dudes that that's what they were going to do. I'm going to say something kind of leftist. What if it's for the greater good, man? Sacrifice a few for the many. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not, I know. I know. I don't. I can't get behind that because no. that's it's you know, and I it's can't still, quantify that. But even if we just say that it's four thousand people, you know, four thousand more people that are just randomly unemployed and don't have any fucking skills, it's the same idea behind the coal workers. You know, oh. I don't. I don't love the idea of keeping coal around because it's a terrible idea. I think they should be retrained to do other shit. You know, and if that's going to be the case with the IRS workers, then that's fine. And you but, think. You can't just take people's jobs away and be like, well, you know, it's better It's better for the, it's for the greater good that yeah. you don't have a job anymore. I don't give it's a it, shit about that. I'm going to lose my house because like, you know I don't have up? a job anymore. Because I feel like there's enough of the quote-unquote 1% that if they really cared about that and really actually cared about like wanting to decrease the size of government, that they could put their money where their mouth is and step up and actually run their own programs to train those people. And it's, I think it, it's kind of sad that that never kind of happened for a lot of those coal workers. I heard yes. a lot of really awesome stories about little companies that basically they held a lottery and like grabbed 25 people that like wanted tech to. tech companies and yeah, shit. Yeah. That, hey, yeah. we will train you guys to do that. I saw that on Vice, actually. Me too. Um, <laughs> I think that I think we watched the same one. Yeah. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't hate that, but I wish there I was more people that would do that. But you can't just you can't just unemploy X amount of people because it's for the greater good, you know. Like as long as there's some type of system for those people to go somewhere, because even if even if you're not, you can't just dump that many people into the into the unemployment system without yeah. any fucking without any warning, you know. I mean, even if you're gonna lay people off yeah, slowly until it happens, you can't just dump. Like I said, I mean probably conservatively 3,000 people into into the the unemployment system just because. You know. And I'd be curious to look at the numbers, but I wonder, I have a feeling that a subsidy towards an industry like coal yeah. is probably cheaper than what it would cost for every one of those employees to be out of a job and be thrown onto the welfare system. Right. I bet you it would cost less to subsidize Excuse me. for a while. But yeah, man, you get you would have to uh, probably because I in the cost of not to interrupt you, but just to agree with you, um, mm-hmm. I think that's probably correct because the cost of the welfare system also comes with like the the bureaucracy, like the people to to work them through the system. So it's not just the benefits they're getting, but also the salaries of the people that oh, are yeah. giving them the benefits. So I think that undoubtedly it would cost less money to just. To just uh, what did what subsidize, yeah, subsidize the I, industry stimulus? That's all yeah. I can think. Stimulus, stimulus package, um, but yeah, to subsidize part of that industry, I think, unarguably, it's probably less money. To yeah, but unless you put in place some kind of, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna agree that be like, okay, we're the federal government, we're gonna step in, we're gonna prolong your guys's career, right? Because we know this is a dying industry that doesn't make money anymore, yeah, and we don't want it for environmental reasons, whatever. But we have a plan here that will help get you back out into the workforce in some other realm. Yeah. That would seem like a, you know, I'm not for that because I don't, I think people should have more responsibility over their lives. But you, but that also sounds pretty, but I'm not cold hearted enough to just be like, well, fuck those people. It's their problem. Well, and I don't think that takes into account that 
10 years ago, 20 years ago, when they started that career, they thought that they could do yeah. that forever, that they had the foresight to consider, I can do this forever. Yeah. And then 20 years later, something changed and the IRS is gone. Nobody See, wants coal anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like they had that foresight and we're comfortable with that. Something happened and changed that was completely out of their control. And we you know found the, out that coal is terrible for the environment. Nobody yeah. wants to use it anymore. And the really, the really, really shitty thing is, is in an industry like coal, nobody could have seen that coming, right? No one. And not only that, but a lot of those coal families aren't there by choice. Right. Most of those are like, that's just the way it is in that otherwise you just pack up when you're, Virginia and shit like when that. you move out of your parents' house, yeah. you just go out and you try to make it on your own somewhere else and well, do better. And that's like the, the argument for coal is not that it's good for the environment. It's that, well, what about those people and their jobs and their family? You know, yeah. it's that, what are they going to do? Because those coal workers are making good fucking money to be to be digging coal out of the earth. Like, good money to be coal miners because it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I mean, some. But most coal I, miners aren't making that good money either. I mean, I think some of them do. But, I mean, you look at the coal towns. I mean, it is poverty central. But the coal... But the coal mining job is a good job. Like, it's it's fair. Even if you're just yeah. sweeping shit up, like, it's a fair wage for a job that's going to be consistent, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. those people that... And if you're if you are a coal miner, if you are mining coal, you are making good money because you are in a coal mine, actively involved with all the dust, all the everything. You're making good money because you could die at any minute. You know what I'm saying? Oof. If you're in the processing plant, I could see where you're making less money. But if you are actively in the mine like mining the coal you're making good money because I mean, even if your salary isn't that good you're making hazard pay on top of that because because it's so fucking dangerous you know you're making hazard pay so, so abc news uh back in 2010 average coal worker salary uh between 60 and 70 thousand dollars a year so like you said that's not bad at all that's that's really not bad at all. That's more money upper, than I make here. Around here, that's upper middle class. Exactly. So that's what, you know that's what, it's not the best job you could have, but when those yeah. are the jobs that are there, that's a good job. You know, yeah. especially if you're making hazard pay on top of that. Like there's you know if you have overtime possibilities, that's not counted into your salary. You know, yeah. there's other shit going on there. That's and like I, I think really that's, good. I think that speaks to my the point I was really trying to make about. <coughs> When you compare, say, the the jobs that would be lost in a private sector industry like coal yeah. compared to somebody at the IRS, I am much more willing to try to put my money to, towards, you know, through taxes and whatnot to go help those people. Because that yeah. seems right to me. It, but not the IRS. But I won't protect somebody's job at the IRS because I know that when you work for the federal government, that's the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Every job that we lose out of the federal government is money out of your taxes. And that and, and I, that is a I good don't thing. disagree with that at all. I not at all do I disagree with that. But the yeah. only jam that, you know, I still again, not that it hinders me because I think that it, as long as there's a transition process, something for those people to do, yeah. then I think it's fine. You know, I'm not okay with dumping that many people just into unemployment because <laughs> Good luck. it's better. I'm not cool with that. That's fucked up. Because, like I said, I wouldn't be okay with that. If that happened to me, I would be fucking furious. I would feel like my country wasn't taking care of me. Mm -hmm. And I had done my part. I had, as much as people hated me for doing it, I had done my part as a civil servant. And now my country is not looking out for me. 
You yeah. know, that's fucked up. Yeah, like, I totally that's not that. what America is about. And that's the problem I would have with it. As long as there's some type of transition, those people, so they're not just fucked over, I don't care. You mm-hmm. know, but I'm not okay with just taking their jobs and just abolishing the IRS and just dropping them into whatever. Like yeah. that, I'm not okay with. And I think but, that's the the hard part about a lot about it. These libertarianly minded views is essentially you are correct in the fact that yes, you should get rid of those governmental jobs, but at the same time, you you shouldn't just be an asshole about it. Right. You should try to take care of those people because you we're all to. Americans, for God's sakes. You have to. We should do that because that's that's what America's always been about. Is is well, I don't want to say always been about, but that that should be part of America is the fact that we take care of our own. Yeah, you know, not we take care of the downtrodden. So ever all the downtrodden come in. No, we take care of our own and we get you back up on your feet. Maybe I don't know if that. I mean, that doesn't even that sounds like modern America to me. Just talking that through right now, I don't necessarily believe in that on a governmental level but i'm more realistic than that there's no way the private sector i don't think would truly step up enough to do that no not in a current system like this like we're too far gone that way we'd have to have some kind of federal support system not even support but re re re-education system yeah you know what I mean? Because you would hope, right? You would hope that the people who do make good money, right? Say that you are making $80,000 a year at the IRS because you're some type of supervisor doing whatever. You work there for a long time. You've done a good job. You're not a fucking prick. You know, you're not fucking people over. Like, because I think that probably most people that work at the IRS are good people, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's like the FBI so, and stuff with right. all the so, me attention. So you would hope that that person would be saving their money, you know, and like have like a nest egg that if they do lose their job, then they would be okay for a while until they find another job. But in modern America, that's not the case. That's not the case that most people don't have money in their savings. And so if those people do lose their jobs, they really would be fucked over. Like they would really not have anything because most of them don't have enough money to make it through a year in their savings. Yeah. The sad thing is most people don't, what there was a poll couple months ago that came out i think we talked about it there was i think over half the american population cannot afford a one thousand dollar emergency i know i couldn't i I know well actually i could now but not like a straight cash like i'd have to cancel my my trip but you know i could do that now at this particular moment you could but not on a regular day and the sad thing is when you have an emergency these days it's usually going to be your car your vehicle that you rely on to get to and from work so that you can make money to afford the car. When your car goes out, it's two to five grand, not $1,000. Well, and that's the sad part. Makes me scared, dude. Driving gives me a constant feeling of anxiety um, all the time. Like when I drive, um, partially because I'm always scared that my car is going to break. Not because I have a shitty car, because it's not a bad car. Um, it just. I'm just always scared it's going to break uh, mm-hmm. because I don't have the money for it. I, other people driving terrifies me because people don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, it scares me <sighs> people that are crazy. people are on their phones in their cars and they're doing all this other shit and people just don't care. You know, it, it terrifies me. Like that people yeah. are so cavalier about something that could so easily take someone's life. Dude, on the way you know? here today, if I wasn't paying attention... I could have gotten into an accident because some dumbass was going through the intersection over, you know, the the Keyport one that, uh, what is that, Central Valley maybe? Um, 
the line work on the road kind of it's a wide intersection so the line work kind of goes away and it's in the middle of a round turn nice easy turn and somebody was cutting that turn it's a green light for both of us and i'm in my lane and dude's crossing essentially the median (coughs) if i wasn't paying attention boom somebody's fucked it's probably gonna be me and And that's it's all the time with that scary man every single day i see someone who is on their phone while they are driving like uh, actively doing something on their phone while they are driving and i'm not saying i'm never guilty of that because i certainly have done that but i do not text and drive i do not fuck with my phone while i drive i don't do that while i'm at a stoplight i will fuck with my phone i will change the song i will do something but i don't i don't text and drive I don't. I don't usually call people while I drive. I will accept a phone call, but I do mm-hmm. not like call people while I drive. I don't. No. I just don't do that. It's 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 so fucking dangerous. And as square and as fucking stupid as that sounds, or anybody wants to say that it sounds, at any moment you could literally take someone's life. At any fucking moment, including yours, you could take someone's life. You can get in an accident. They might be okay, I just but your ass like, is dead too. I just I don't, don't, I don't think get that's it. acceptable. If no. you don't think that drinking and driving is acceptable, then why do you think that being on your phone and driving is acceptable? Because it's the yeah. same concept. You're not focused on what you're doing that could take someone's life. You yeah. know, you could take someone from their family, from, from everybody, from everybody that they know. Because you can't wait until you get somewhere to fucking text on your phone. Yeah. Like, are you serious? That's, really? I have the I have the wonderful like, privilege of being one of those people. Like that's not a better that's not a better reason than well I just wanted to have a couple of drinks. You know? Yeah, that's not any better of a reason than I didn't want to pay for a cab. Oh, well, I just was texting. Like it's not a big deal. I know what I'm doing. Negligence. Know? Yeah, essentially. It, it fucking it is. It's fucking negligent. Yeah. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, fired up. Fuck those people. I, it's irresponsible. I don't. I don't like it at all. And it, no. it really like deeply bothers me how little people give a shit about it. You know that it yeah. just doesn't. They don't care. So many fucking people do it that it it doesn't even like apply or does doesn't even occur to them that mm-hmm. that that's the case. You know, and I think that's gross. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't like it. No, I'm not a fan. It makes me really, I'm telling you, like, driving, every time I drive the car, I get nervous. Not, like, nervous, but, like, anxious. I'm, ju- I'm mm-hmm. always scared that something bad is going to happen while I'm in the car. I will say that at least that probably keeps you very, very alert. I tr- just don't like to fuck around, dude. It's, yeah. it's just, it's so potentially dangerous. I'm going to go you know? get in this, uh, you know, very, I'm going to go get in this metal cage that weighs, you know, a like shit ton. Two tons, man. Like a ton, yeah. two tons. Like, like I drive a Land Rover. It's got to be close to, it's got to be over a ton. You know, the Land Rover, it's a fucking Probably. heavy vehicle. I mean, it's heavy. I know, like, it's a heavy And I'm going to go, yeah, and I'm going to put myself and anyone else I care about in it, and I'm going to start hurling it around the globe at 70 miles an hour. Yeah. You know. And then I'm just not going to look at where I'm going. And I got, you know, I got to text this guy back real quick. I just, I can't, you know. I usually, I give my phone to my wife a lot to text. Yes. Jordan, babe, will you will mm-hmm. you text call and tell him this? You know what yep. I'm saying? Will you call my mom, tell her that we're on our way? Like I know no. It's it's the same idea as like handling a gun. You know, it's at any moment you could you could kill somebody. And not yeah. because that's what you not not because that's your intent, but because that's what happened. Like at any moment, 
something bad could fucking happen where yep. somebody's life gets taken because Don't, you were yeah. because you were negligent because you weren't yep. paying just quite enough attention to what's going on. The you golden know? rule. Don't point the gun at anything you're not willing to kill. Like don't always, point your don't take your eyes off the road unless you're willing to kill somebody, yeah. including yourself. Yeah. Stupid. And I, this is not by any means me saying that I'm a perfect fucking driver or the best driver or I've never been distracted or anything. I got a ticket before I got my license. I know it, I had my license for almost two years before I paid off my tickets before I got my license. Like, like I'm not a perfect fucking driver, you know? But there's some shit that I think makes it extra dangerous that I don't evolve myself. Oh, yeah. You know? I, do, I don't... I'm not on my phone while I drive. It's very healthy. I no longer smoke weed while I drive. You know, like, that's not a thing. I that's will... Good. I mean, I smoke weed before I drive sometimes, I, admittedly. And that's... And I, I, I do that fully accepting... The responsibility that were I to get pulled over and be fucking tested, I will get a DUI because that's the reality of, of where we live at. You know, that that's mm-hmm. that's a possibility. And see, but, you say that, right? And there's a, there's a lot of people out there, because I'm not one of those people that can smoke any amount of weed unless I give myself like an hour plus afterwards. Right. If I smoke a little bit of weed after about an hour, I'm good to go again. Yeah. Um but other like i don't know how there's some people that can sit there and rip a whole bowl and then be perfectly coherent and fine everybody's got a different tolerance level alcohol doesn't necessarily work that way because that's it's straight bpa right thc is it's much different way more personal than alcohol you know people do have different alcohol tolerances like some people can just sit and drink all day but um but it's yeah and that's the problem with uh the current uh you know legal where the states that marijuana is legalized, they're having a hard time with the blood testing for THC levels because THC can stick in your system so long. Like 30 days, it's in your blood. Yeah. Like in your I mean, piss, it's there for 30 days. It stores yeah. itself in the fat. So if you're fat, it's in there for even longer. You know? <laughs> Dude, we're screwed. That's, I, that's If I had to take, I mean, you know, not, excuse me if any of my bosses are listening to this, but if I had to take a piss test right now, I'd be fucked. If I had to take a piss test 30 days from now and I didn't smoke at all, I mm-hmm. would be fucked. Which I, I, is ridiculous. I you know? Which is ridiculous unless, I mean, if the company you work for, like the federal government, like yeah. the, the shipyard and stuff that has a, you know, they operate off federal rules and all that so you cannot smoke weed while you work for the federal government yeah but if you're one of those people that like me that goes home and then does everything they need to do throughout the day and around 8 30 or so i start smoking because it's i know it's going to put me to bed right away and i'm actually going to be able to get a full night's sleep yeah if that's still going to show up in my blood in the morning even though i'm not affected mentally after that I don't understand. As I hit this bomb. Yeah, and that's the problem with, yeah. As you, <laughs> how does it feel to, like, be home so you can just sit here and just smoke and drink as much as you want? Um, You know, and I, to add to, like, what you were saying earlier about. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the problems I was saying with the blood test. Yeah. And they're realizing that's not necessarily a legitimate thing. Like, you can get pulled over and get a DUI <laughs> and all that. But for the most part, there's no real way they can prove that you were impaired because it just doesn't work the same way as alcohol well and as much as someone might not agree um i mean I, i've been this is like i mean i i went through school like this like it helped me study and focus like my, i just have such a busy mind that when i was in school 
smoking weed helped help me calm down a little bit and just able to focus on one thing mm-hmm. as opposed to four or five things at one time you know like I, I used to read like three or four books at one time like like at the exact same time and like you know, not like not like sit down with four books in front of me but would like yeah but be able to track yeah, multiple and books have separate, like, that. like and that's just, it, like that wasn't a problem you know but to be able to sit down and like write a paper you know like do, do some some dissents type stuff like yeah. I had to sit down and like smoke and just do that for a couple hours. Just smoke mm-hmm. and just be able to just think about the one thing and just do that, you know? And so I don't... That's that's how I've always done things, you know? So I wouldn't... Like I said, regardless of what anybody thinks, like, I I am not the type of person that gets stoned and is fucked up, you know? Yeah. And am not able to handle myself and can't do anything. And I like, that's not... I, I've done... Just about everything in my life that I've done sober, I've also done high. And, and that's one of the common like problems with that, with the stigma behind people that smoke weed. It's not, not every person who smokes weed is that stereotypical, like, yeah, bro, right. stoner. It's like, it's not the way it is. Everybody smokes weed. There's so many people, especially in our state now, yeah. that smoke weed that you have no idea. I bet Jeff Bezos smoke. smokes pot. He smokes a lots of pot. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Jeff Bezos has to smoke a ton Jeff of pot. Jeff Bezos, richest guy on the planet, smoking weed every day. Yeah. And you got old boy Zuck crawling down to number six spot. Dude, I don't. <laughs> I can't even decide if Mark Zuckerberg smokes pot. Like he's like so. No, I don't think robotronic. He does. That I, I think don't he even microdoses. Uh, I think he's one of those DMT microdosers. <laughs> Dude, it's a legit thing, man. He's just taking so many people DMT all the time. Yeah, so many of those uh, tech company CEOs he's in Silicon Valley. Something weird. Yeah, they've. There's. Oh man, I'm gonna have to pull up some articles on that. Uh, I think Gizmodo was. They wrote a pretty good one. And like doing mushrooms and shit. Well, yeah, he's, he's got to be doing something. He's. Mm-hmm. There's no way. That you make something like that. Oh, my God. There's no way you think of connecting the entire world and you're not fucked up on something. You know, you're not high on something. <laughs> like, no, no sober person is like, what if I could design a piece of technology that allows you to talk to anybody in the world at any time? Like, no one thinks about that when they're sober. That's not a thing, you know? It's because someone hears about it and they tell their friend when they're sober, hey, I found this thing called Facebook. You can fucking find anybody like i'm friends with people who live in japan it's crazy you know dude no one thinks that when they're sober i remember living through that through the the myspace and then the evolution to facebook and you know it started on like aim aol instant messenger (laughs) yeah and i mean it just grew and grew to that was just a little bit before me instant messenger was just just like people did it when I was growing up, but I didn't personally. So it wasn't like a thing that everybody did. Like, were, were you around for the dial-up ringtone and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did have dial-up internet for a long time because we boop, boop, beep, boop, single boop, parent. Beep, we had dial-up for a long time. We had dial-up for longer than most people had dial-up. Um, Dude, I can't imagine dial-up now. We had shady internet calling, and then one day, I swore to God, was sitting in my front yard smoking a blunt by myself because it's like summer in the middle of the day so i'm just at home doing nothing right because i was in high school i was sitting there smoking and a dude drives up in a century link truck and opens the door and he's we had like our internet box the big green thing in our Mm -hmm. front yard like in our garden and he was like hey is this your box and i was like 
Yeah. It's like, do you mind if I like do something with it? I was like, well, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> and he said, we're upgrading the whole neighborhood to fiber optic. And I was like, for how much? And he was like, for free. That's just what we're doing. He was like, like, we're just, we're upgrading all of our shit. Like, and this is just one of the places we're doing. And I was like, do it. Like, do I, it, I, bro. Like, oh, I'm absolutely in favor of it. And I, <laughs> later that day, I had the fastest fucking internet I had ever seen in my whole life. Like, changed the whole game from... Like, dog shit. Like, we didn't still have dial-up then, but it was, like, right after dial-up. Like, really terrible, yeah. and I don't think we had they Wi-Fi. They call that DSL? Yeah, yeah, and and I don't think we had Wi-Fi, you know? Like, it was just internet. Yeah. It was slow as fuck. Like, you could click on something, walk away, and come back, and then it would be loaded, you know? Oh. And <clears throat> so, but the next day, I was playing Call of Duty, and I was like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> like, fucking, I don't, This is the bee's knees. And guy just came up and was like, let me give it to you for free. Like, let me, let me just put it in your house. And I was like, please. Okay. Like, please do it. I would Sign love that. Sign me up. Craig, that same dude that lived at the house with all the guns and stuff like that, he mm. told me like three days before. He's like, yeah, they're going to come by and like give everyone fiber optic. And then I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, they're going to do it like for free. He was like, that's what they're doing. And I was like, Craig, you're full of shit. Like, no, they're <laughs> not. Nobody dog. do something like, for free. Not, yeah. It's like, nobody is going to upgrade me from dog shit to like dope internet for no dollars. It's like, that's not happening. And he was like, no, like they came by the other day and like did everything. So this had to be in the very beginning of summer because if they came by and told Craig, Craig was homeschooled. So he was home during the day. How old were I, you about? Um... I was probably 17. This is probably the the big infrastructure like stimulus type thing. years ago. Yeah, that got know. passed during the Obama administration. Yeah. I might have been 15. Because they did a, yeah, that was the so. big stimulus package. And it was all these ready-to-work jobs, and half of them didn't work, but there was a bunch of infrastructure stuff. Yeah. I bet you got hooked up on the infrastructure probably. stuff. Yeah, Look at that. And Craig's dad worked at the joint base doing something. So he probably, he may even have told Craig. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, Craig told me like when we were smoking one day, he's like, yeah, they're going to come by and like upgrade the whole neighborhood to fiber optic. And I was like, fuck you, Craig. No, they're not. That's like, not that's even dumb. real. Like, no, that's, <laughs> no one's going to do that. And lo and fucking behold, getting oh, high like, a couple of days later. And guy's like, yeah, bro, let me just, just hook, hook you up with this shit. <laughs> that's so dope. Word. Oh, man. I was just looking at the time. We probably we're at like two twenty right now. Yeah, I'm thinking we should run it out to the end of this game. Unless you got more than that. Um, well, we just have been kind of fucking around. Yeah. So, I don't <laughs> care. um, I think we were talking about schooling a little bit earlier because uh-huh. this is just like a random thing that I wrote down, right? And oh. I have two things. Okay. We got one dude that follows us, Brandon. I don't want to say his whole name. BG motherfucker knows who I'm talking about. Word. I was talking to him earlier today. He, because he's one of the guys that I went to high school with that, like, I didn't, I wasn't really friends with, but, like, I knew who he was. Right? Yeah. And he's a little bit younger than me and hit me up one day and told me that he had been listening to the podcast and he was super into it and he's been all kinds of involved since then. And so I saw a picture of him um, coaching some kids for something right and so i hit him up and i was like hey that's rad man fucking invest the invest back in your community you know what i'm saying like yeah. coach those motherfucking kids and he was like yeah this is my third year doing this and i was like oh that's rad like what are you doing he's like oh i'm i'm coaching just a little league team like dan and bremerton you know and uh and i was like dog like are you like an assistant coach or are you doing like a specific like are you doing linebackers or something like that and he said i am the head coach 
for the C string, which is like I think he said eight to nine year olds, maybe nine to ten year olds. Yeah. But it's like I'm the head coach for these guys. This is the third year that I've been doing it. It's like I want to do this and I want to get like a legit coaching job in the future. And I was like, that is, I'm super impressed because he's younger than me. So he's probably 21 years old. And I was like, I'm super impressed. Like wildly got that fucking hustle, impressed. Man. Yeah. And he was like, see, when I told him like like that's dope to see you investing in your community. So that's the only way to do it. So you have to give back to your community and the community builds itself into a new generation and then the whole country is better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <coughs> that dude is on it. I was a fan. I wanted to shout him out. I'm because, a fan. Yep. I want to shout him out. I was a fan. So we'll tag him in the next post when we put this oh, episode show. because I was super impressed with that. That's um, dope. And then I was talking to my wife the other day about I just was getting high and talking about stuff and I think that <laughs> I may have even mentioned this to you right but I think that it is a lie that they told us uh, in school right that, uh, mm-hmm. that Christopher the things, Columbus the founded things, America <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a lie um, but um, <laughs> no um, I think that it's a mistake to tell people that things get like better after high school you do i think that that's a mistake because i think that maybe like a little bit they do right but i think that most of the time when when they're talking about that people are talking about the the people right Mm -hmm. and i don't think people will generally get better after high school i think that most of the people that i have come across in this world are are pretty close to the same person they were when they around when they got out of high school or around the time that they got out of high school okay you know, some people i yes. do know have developed and gotten better and like done other shit you know mm-hmm. there's also a lot of people that have stayed shitty or have just stayed the same yeah you know i can think of some people very close to me not you obviously yes. i mean i don't know you know i mean come aside, on but um <laughs> but like there i know some people that have not have not progressed you know because that's mm-hmm. just for whatever reason, I don't know. You know, that's just what they have done. But even if even if you're not talking about... Because I don't mean specifically about people's station in life, right? Mm-hmm. I think I mean more specifically about pe- who they are as people. Yeah. See, I, I don't think I've ever looked at it that way. Because I would definitely agree with you. No, for the most part, the dude that was a sh- shitty asshole in high school is going to be a shitty asshole when for he's like 35. Ever. Yeah. You know, it's that's the way it is. But I, I think it's the... It's the situation that you're in, yeah. The 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 micro society that you're a part of that is high school. That's not real life. Yeah. That gets better. You get out. I mean, better. I don't know, but you get out of that and you move into the real world, which is a totally different ball game. And your destiny is nine times out of ten much more in your hands than just in the hands of like the shitty jocks that make fun of you all the time. I think, and I, I agree, but I also think that the level of, uh, of like, difficulty and confusion, mm-hmm. it's, like, just about the same, you know? I, I would, I, I have, I would, I, I would have probably like, say more, uh, yeah, the, but you it's know what different I'm problems. Like, like, I've got, yeah, if, if not more than the same amount of confusion about my life than now than I did when I, when I graduated high school. Dude, so much more. Yeah, I don't. I don't have no fucking idea what's going on, you know? And it's the things like, if I, because I don't get them very often anymore, thank goodness, but like, occasionally or something, if I have like a pimple that 
pops up somewhere on my face. <laughs> yeah. It's not as soul-crushing and, like, life-ruining as it was in high school. Yes. Because I'm trying to impress a girl or something like, you know. It's not... That's the kind of stuff... That's the really shitty stuff that people get really involved in. And, and Well, I don't know. Because I think in today's modern world, it's probably, like, the online bullying and crap. That not, that's not necessarily gonna get better. Yeah. Unless you, as an adult, choose to just not give you a shit about it anymore. You have to just not be on the internet. Yeah. Like if you don't want people to, you either have to not say shit on the internet, or just not be on the internet. You know, like just be an observer, mm-hmm. or not be on at all. Because you can't have any type of opinion. Without, without getting, somebody yeah. having some type of problem with what you said, even yeah. if they just unfollow you or some shit, you yeah. know, somebody's not going to like what you said and is going to take some type of problem with yeah. it. It's going to take some type of issue. And I think as you grow up a little bit more and as you get away from high school and you start experiencing what the real world is, ideally you'll be able to look at that stuff objectively just go just treat it for what it's just noise that you don't have to pay attention to it's all bullshit you know the fucking i've gotten into a few you know twitter rowls mostly on patty murray and maria cantwell's reply threads (laughs) on twitter because there's the weirdest people people. get after you too. the weirdest people get after you it's crazy that's because you know they don't like their ideas being challenged yeah but uh, <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, if you're smart about it and you 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 know you grow a little bit thick skin and be able to deal with it for what it is, it's fine. But when you're that young, I guess it's just a fucking problem. You yeah. you know you you take it all as gospel and it really affects you. Get up, here, and it's really sad because that none of that stuff is real. That is not. All, I mean, I I know people that have had kids that have committed suicide due to online bullying. Yeah. Like, I know people that I run into in my everyday life that I know that they don't have a kid anymore because they killed themselves because of being torched online. Yeah. And it's really sad that that's even a thing. But as you grow older and as an adult, I mean, I, I don't know if maybe... I guess I can't really necessarily pass any form of judgment at all on that, those type of people because that wasn't a thing when I grew up. Yeah. When I went home, when I got on the bus after school or I got off the bus, because some people have a really hard time, like, on the bus. Yeah. Because you, yeah, it's a fucking rowdy place back in the day. Yes. I don't know what it's like now. That was just a fucking free for all, man. Yeah, it's all the same. That was street justice, man. <laughs> but uh, it was, you'd leave school and then you were out. You didn't have to worry about any of that crap, you know? And then it was just something you dealt with at school and then you just knew that, well, Eventually, these people are going to be gone. I'm going to be gone. No big deal. Yeah. But I don't think that's... People just are so surrounded by all that shit now. Can't escape it, maybe. But I don't know. It's garbage, man. I hate all that crap. But I do indulge in the occasional Twitter fight. Yeah. Which is... It's it's kind of fun, especially when you get somebody that kind of thinks that they're going to change my mind. or But like using all like the the typical buzzwords and um it's really interesting to see how somebody can think they're completely right and then all of a sudden the replies stop <laughs> after you say something it's like oh you don't i guess that Slam. ended that okay got it moving on next yeah. victim please gotcha. can i enlighten someone else please <laughs> no don't do that that's mean um word um 
I did want to ask you about college real quick. Because part of that uh, post that uh, my little minion had shared with me this week on Facebook yes. talked a lot about college and college debt. Yes. And then, I don't know if you caught it, but on Ben Shapiro's Sunday special last weekend was the legendary Mike Rowe. I did not. Oh, that is like the greatest hour, hour and a half. I should have because I took I took a lot of leisure time this week with podcasts because I just couldn't get into a lot of the political shit I was mm-hmm. listening to. So I should have, but I didn't think about that. I listened to a lot of Tell Him Steve Dave this week and a lot of Sword and Scale, that murder podcast. I heard about mm-hmm. some crazy shit this week. I've been saving the uh, Tell Him Steve Dave for the plane ride. Oh, I figured that's going to be great. The overkills are fucking gold. Yeah. Oh my god, they're gold. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because there's one week where they have a guy named Sarge L eighteen on who says that he like found a portal to another dimension and like took people there Whoa. and all this stuff. And then they talk to the ghost hunters and then they go to a place with the ghost hunters and they talk to a guy on the phone who said that he saw an alien. Dude, the overkills are fucking gold. I love the overkills. It's overkill for sure. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to Captain Longnuts. I haven't listened to Captain Longnuts. You gotta yet. listen to Captain Longnuts. That's an episode of Tell <laughs> Steve Dave. That's, I don't know, somewhere in there. But Captain Longnuts is one of my favorite episodes of Tell Him Steve Dave. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I need to... Uh, I don't know. I've been kind of adjusting my podcast feed lately. I've been looking for new stuff. You should also listen to the Smodcast episode, um, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Ooh. Because that is the episode that You're talking led about Tusk? To, yeah, that's the episode that led to Tusk. Oh, um, it's the one that led to yeah, it. Yeah, that like started the whole idea, and they talk about that, and they also talk about like this brand of cookies and make up this whole fucking thing. It's great. That's, <laughs> that's a great episode of Smodcast. That's uh, awesome. So I would also recommend that one, The Walrus and the Carpenter. Okay. And that's just the regular Smodcast? Regular Smodcast, okay. yeah. It's him and Scott Mosier. Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. Shout out to Smodcast, Smodco, View Askew. It's Kevin Smith's birthday. Holy shit. <gasps> it is Kevin Smith's birthday. Happy birthday, Kevin Happy Smith. Happy birthday, Kevin Smith. Shout out to all of you motherfuckers. Have to tag him in the podcast tweet. Yeah. Or post. Yep. Whatever. I will. Record this on Kevin Smith's birthday. Kevin Smith is fucking amazing. Happy birthday, Kevin Smith. I That's love amazing. You. That dude, ever since he kind of... I don't want to say it's ever since his heart attack, but... After his heart attack when he went on Joe Rogan, I just became supremely reinvested in his entire career and all of his stuff. I love Kevin Smith. He is such an interesting dude. He's so fucking interesting. I love the conversations that him and his friends have. I can almost always track exactly with my mind. You know, that I'm like, this is it. Like, this all makes sense here. Like, and it's so fucking funny. It's great. I'm... And he's one of the original podcasters. Yes. I think, because yes. they talked about it on uh, on the episode with Rogan yeah. that he did lately, where it was basically like, I think Adam Carolla was like the real OG. Yeah. It was like him and Adam Carolla, and I think maybe one other person that were Yeah. Like, and it was like, like two or three people. months later that Rogan started his thing. Yep. And, but yeah, he is like one of the grandfathers of the podcast. They've been doing it for 10 years. Man, almost. and listening to everything that he does now i know absolutely why he became who he is yeah just through the audio 
portion of it. Oh my god! And he started doing shows and doing the live recordings at shows. I mean, that is just—he's fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. He did. Uh, I was watching a clip of one he posted the other night. Bears play the Hawks week two. Oh, bring it, baby! We're gonna fuck on the Bears. Yeah, we will. Bears are gonna be shit this year. They got a Green Bay first week. That's a tough game that to sucks. jump into. Aaron Rodgers coming back. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers got a fucking got a chip on that broken ass shoulder. Dude, what a rough schedule. And then man. Arizona Cardinals. the week after. Yeah, that sucks. Poor they're going zero three probably. There's no yeah. way they're winning those for even with the damaged Seahawks. They're not winning. The damaged Seahawks. Russell Wilson was like number one. I mean, he's top three quarterback the last three, four years. Russell Wilson is doing insane shit underratedly. I mean, people, uh, he slept on constantly, Russell Wilson, for uh, who fucking even knows? I I don't know, Mm -hmm. because the the Hawks have too much attitude, something, you know? Constantly slept on. Russell Wilson, top three quarterback every fucking year. Monster. I mean, he's up there... I had Colin Cowherd the other day did a really dope segment about, um, I think it might have been Bleacher Report put out like a, a list of tiers for quarterbacks and they put Russell Wilson in the tier two for quarterbacks. And so then Colin Cowherd goes over all these metrics and I can't remember off the top of my head um, that the top three people are Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he's either like number three or number one or number two. Like he's he's somewhere in there mixed in with Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady for wow. passer ratings and touchdowns and yards and all this shit. All this stuff. You know, constantly That's crazy. slept on. Like he's he's nasty. I saw he last year the year there was only one he was forty six of forty seven offensive touchdowns are because of Russell Wilson. Either Ooh. because he ran them in or passed them in. There was only one that had nothing to do with Russell Wilson. Wow, you know I saying? mean, like, yeah, that's, I mean, I love me some Russ, man. Like that's you know what I'm saying. What do you, you you can't even say anything about that. Like, I think that he threw four touchdowns in the game against Houston. Like, <sighs> shot for fucking shot with Deshaun Watson down the field, just banging it. Oh, it was crazy. That that's was such money. a nasty game. Yeah, I had Will Fuller in that game. Will Fuller caught two touchdowns. And only had like four catches, but they were all for big fucking yardage. It was nasty. I nice. played Jordan that week. We watched a game together. It was the Hawks and and the Texans. And I fucked her up that week. It was good. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. I can't wait for the fucking draft. I'm sorry I interrupted you to talk about football. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I it's going to be so good. Excited. Yeah, I wanted to talk about some college debt and stuff, but I don't yeah. really want to even try to get into it I'm right really now. I'm really sorry about that. Don't even. I don't think we had time to talk about it when I brought it up. <laughs> but that's that's what we do when we wax philosophical, man. We hit everything under the sun. I mean, we we were going to talk about the 3D gun printing. Yeah. The ban from cuz that uh, the judge that uh passed that ruling or whatever from the Western Washington District uh, District 9, I believe. Yeah. But maybe we'll talk about that in the near future because there's going to be some fallout from that. We should email back and forth about it. For sure. It can be a little bit more long form. We can email back and forth. Ooh. And that way it can take a little bit more time. And you can do it on the plane, too. Yeah, for sure. So we should email back and forth about it. I like it. That's a good idea. We can post some of that shit uh, while you're gone on the website as blog posts and stuff, just like some conversation that we've had. That'd be fun. Yeah. Internet convert. Yeah. Long form email convos. Yeah. Post it up on the blog. Look for them. Boom. 
think that's a good idea. No promises, <laughs> but it's possible. I was just going to say, I said it on the podcast, so it has to happen. Yeah. But we, we don't always follow through. Baltimore's closing the game out, winning 17-16. Yep. to 16. Boom. Just took the first kneel. There we so go. There's one minute left, so they're going to do this two more times. Lamar Jackson's going to get his first win in the preseason. Drafted 32nd overall in the draft this year. He was pissed. It was a whole deal. He looked pretty all right tonight. He did throw a big pick and, and some shit, but he, he looked all right. That's the name of the game, though. He's a rookie. Give him a couple of years, and, and we'll see. You know, it's I'm not going to judge a rookie by his first preseason game. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's got we'll, the first game jitters, man. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll give him a couple more shots, and we'll see what happens. He, Joe Flacco's still the starter here, so mm-hmm. it's you know I'm not worried about. He'll be all right. Yeah, Joe Flacco's probably gone next year, though. But this is going to be a good season. Oh, I'm fucking super jazzed. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm. I've already signed up for fantasy, so I know I am invested in you NFL did? this Perfect. year. Well, no, I didn't mean I didn't sign. I've, I've emotionally oh, signed up. Yeah, you got to send me that link again. Yeah, and then I'll do that. <laughs> we'll do it during our email exchange this yeah. week. Yeah, no, that's all right. I had some sports and shit that I was going to go over too. We're going to talk about the Hawks for a while, but don't have time for that either. So, well, we got a we decent amount of sports in today. We did, we did. Yeah, just overall about like the game and stuff like that. Word. But for now, I think it's damn near eight thirty. We better get the f- out of here. Yes. Um, I gotta go pack. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. We're gonna miss you a lot. There's gonna be uh, only two episodes without you, uh, two weeks without you, and then we can. But I'm never really that far. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this one will come out on Monday. We're gonna keep. I'll keep posting them on Monday. Word and doing that stuff. I'm just gonna have the two stocked up. It's gonna be. It's gonna be nasty. I'll probably edit this one tomorrow. I Beautiful. Thought, I thought we were gonna record tomorrow, so I closed out all my plans to be here. So, well, I greatly appreciate that. Not a problem. So. This week has been a day by day, constantly getting more complicated and complex as it gets closer. Yeah, and I just can't wait for tomorrow because then, no matter what happens, it's all gonna be over, and I can finally fucking relax. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Um, you should. Like, try and not go on social media while you're gone. Ooh. You know? okay. I don't really care. It, I just know it would be good for your mental health if you, you know, or just limited it because it, w- it would be good for you to know some shit. But, mm-hmm. but I, you know, disconnect. Leave your, leave your phone somewhere when you go somewhere. Because your, um, your wife has hers. Yeah. But just leave it. And like, I, will, I will say this. Not like in a random place. I mean, like, leave it where you're staying when you go out. Yeah, see, I'm not going to do that either. (laughs) I lived in New York for too long, bro. But I will say that when I want to, I have the wonderful ability. I'm not addicted to my phone like a lot of people. I don't. The only times I really check social media, unless I'm posting something, um, I'll check it once a day just to kind of see if we got any more comments or anything like that, just to verify and everything's good. Or when I'm like in the bathroom for like five minutes. But I can't sit down on the toilet for more than five minutes because my because my feet fall asleep, my oh, legs fall from asleep. Leaning on your legs, yeah, that's funny. So it's it's a good little indicator. Sometimes. It's like oh shit, gotta go. Yeah, I just sit back. I don't want no hemorrhoids, bro. Well, and I got out of that when I got this tattoo. It's like exactly where I put my arms, so I got into a better habit of like leaning back. So <sighs> I do. You gotta get yourself one time. of them squatty potties. God, I know. <laughs> I need to I try know. that. I've heard that it makes pooping awesome, like way easier. You just, know the best way to poop book bag full of poo before the line we're going to end this little we're going to end it on this little poop tidbit yes best place to poop 
is in the woods, in a hole, when you're like so far away, there's no cell phone signal, there's no nothing. Because you got yeah, you gotta do it straight up au naturel. Yeah. I mean mind you, you got your one wipe Charlie's with you or something right. like that, but um yeah, there's nothing around except for fucking nature. And you're doing it old school caveman style. I've shit in the woods before. It's, it's fucking magical. It is. It's some that that's that form like straight squat. That's what the squatty potty does. In this. Exactly. You're, it like lines up all your. It's reminding me of it. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Work. So, with that, uh, you know what, man? He he's an illiterate janitor who, whose mother tried to abort him. So, that's. What is it? It's a fucking tough spot. <laughs>